All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode 50 each and every week. We react to some of the latest video game news and talk about games we're playing. My name is Joel, and for the 50th time... I'm Ben. Hey. Whoa. He's Ben. <laughs> Threw you a curveball. Everybody, we are here. This is the 50th episode. We've been talking about it for about 50 episodes. <laughs> Probably about the last four or five months, for sure. Yeah. yeah, it definitely feels like we've been talking about it a long time, but uh, we've been gearing up for it. I'm excited. You know, it's um, this podcast is still very young, so to hit, to hit 50 is, is kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, either way, I'm excited. Of course, you can find new and old episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and TheGameFanatics.com. We also record live on Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash load less checkpoint. Ben, I there there's news. Yes. There's games we played this week. We don't give a shit. We played some good <laughs> games, but yeah, I don't care about them. You know, I would say I played two very good games and one very frustrating one. Um but that is also very good. And you'd be surprised which one I'm, I'm talking looking about. at the list. And looking I at really my list. Yes, and if we ever make okay. it there, then you'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, we should kind of just kind of set the ground rules for what we're going to be doing for people either watching uh, live and on Twitch or for people that are listening on their earlobes, yes. whole things that they put mm-hmm. things in. Yeah, okay, cool. That's All right. Um, yeah, that's. I think that's what they're called. Um, but yeah, so... We're not ranking really these games. I mean, I guess they're kind of ranked, um, but essentially I have a list of 25 games. Ben has a list of 25 games and we're just going to kind of take turns from 25 down to like number one um, or I guess 50 to number one. Um, the the counting yeah, part is going to be yeah. definitely not in charge. I'm not in charge of the counting part because. Uh, oh, no one is then. <laughs> okay, perfect. Perfect. But yeah, we're going to try to not have repeats. If we do, we're going to slot in a different game. So we've got some extras on the side. Not that they're not, you know, worthy of being on the list. It's just, it's really hard when you've been playing video games as long as we have to get just 25. It was so hard. Really hard. I kept finding new ones. Like I'd be at work and I'd go, oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) I I have to rework this entire (laughs) thing now. Or I'd be listening to a podcast and they'd mention some game. Oh, Damn it. Can't believe yeah. it. You know what I need to what I need to do for, for Twitch, because I think I'm gonna have my camera up for the episode. I was thinking I should just get a little picture of you and put it somewhere on the screen. Mm. Uh, I'll make an animated GIF. I think I can or I'll make a short video oh. of me like kind of moving. And then oh, yeah. stick that there. That'd be cool. I'm into right, that. Well, you're gonna have to remind me after this because I'll forget. <laughs> but yeah 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 and then eventually we might do video who knows who knows we talked about it yeah. last week but ben i think we should uh <laughs> we should get to this list it's gonna be quite long so everybody strap in get some cup strap in get your popcorn get your uh coke zero like me i have a orange vanilla coke zero which is uh my new oh, favorite flavor so is that like good. an orange soda kind of yeah. tastes like you know it, you know how they do like the vanilla coke sure so they do, it's basically that, but with like a splash okay. of orange. And then I have 
For backup, I have a uh, lemon Lacroix, which is not the preferred lime. Oh, it's not but lemon. It's here. It's Just lemon. Not to. It's not okay. lemon. Got it. <laughs> and then uh, I've got a water, so make sure you stay hydrated, everybody. Yeah, I have two drinks. Perfect, Ben. What are your drinks? Uh, I have water. <laughs> They're just in two yeah, receptacles. Two water, so. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, Ben, do you want to start? I want to start, start with what I teased before the show. Let's predict how many duplicates we have. Okay. I think it's going to be low. Okay. Simply because, looking at my list, the vast majority of these games are 10 years or older. Um... And I, I don't I feel like your list is gonna skew more new than mine will. Yeah, my list is definitely gonna be more like I would say PS3 era okay, yeah. around there to more to more recent games because not only is my memory <laughs> shit. I can't remember but, the old games, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I I just didn't play as many games up until I got my PS3. Before that I played like um, an MMO here and there, um, a PC game here and there, and then I always had like a PS2. Um, but I just I didn't game as much as I as I did until I like moved here to Idaho because I got here and had no friends. Mm -hmm. So and I lived way in um, Homedale, so I was like way out in the boonies in the wilderness farmland. But yeah, I you know so you're you're thinking what I'm five? Thinking, I'm thinking like three. Maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah, once you start hearing some of my list, it's going to be like, yeah, we don't have it. <laughs> we, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not going to happen. Um, but I... I'm going to... Oh, oh right, I go, can go, start go. it go. off. I, I'm fine. But what are you going to say? I was going to guess maybe about five. I would say around five, like, spanning the whole list, I would say we hit about five duplicates maybe, which is why I have at least seven, <laughs> like, yeah, extra games 10. just in case. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. And what but, my, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and start. Um, oh, well, never my mind, first runner-up is like, is like, please, I do want to have this on the list, I think, but damn. I guarantee we at least have one duplicate that um, we'll bring it into okay. the list. Oh, but how do we do that? What if it's... How do we determine who but gets to put in their extra? Okay. All right. This See, is getting interesting yeah, now. I like game, this. Man. Game. It's a game. I'm wearing my party, my uh, kind of funny party mode shirt. Uh, it's a party. Join it for the stream. Exactly. There we go. Party mode. Party mode today because it's uh, Rest in peace, ben, party I mode. think. Uh, Fuck you. Rest in, yeah. I guess um, that's true. Sorry. I will start. I'll, I'll try. Start with number 50. Oh, Jesus. Should I have a counter up? Fuck. Um. Uh, no, you know what? I have better. 25 down. Uh, I'll let so put them in the chat. I have it in a, in like, in a okay, spreadsheet. We'll put it in the chat. What okay. the fuck? I understand the rules for your chat. Jesus Christ. What did it say? I wrote 52. We're off to a great start. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. I'm going to ban Don't you. Ban me. Make me a mod. Okay. So my number 50, I guess, is a game I talked about a couple weeks ago. And I think really talked about well. Um, so I won't really go over it again, but it's Killer7. Uh, the fact that this game got made is still incredible to me. I have so many fond memories of it. It's just batshit insane. 
and even playing through it again, like there's just something so fun to it. I I love and appreciate its like its ambition and what it does. It's just bizarre as hell. Um, highly highly yeah. recommended to me. It's it's one that actually was in my top ten before I played it again, and then it actually bumped it lower. Um, because I'm like, eh, I don't know about oh. that. I don't know. But it's definitely one of my favorite games. I remember the summer before it came out. So, well, for years, because it kept getting delayed, actually. So excited. The IGN review, so heartbreaking, because it was a 5. And that was back in the day when, like, nothing got below a 7. Which I guess is still today. But it was... I was so, I was so damn excited. And there's still so many incredible moments in it. Highly recommended. If you look up the Russian roulette scene... To get a, a perfect vibe. It's towards the end of the game, but there's like not really that much spoilery stuff in it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So that that's my 50. Okay. All right. Yeah, I went ahead oh, and put it in chat. Okay, so I'll write mine. You write yours. Okay, cool. So what's um, your 49? <laughs> okay. All right. I, I figured I'd start it off with uh, something that you might not have on your list. That's kind of what I'm doing, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. It's a a game that was very near and dear to my heart. Um, Emotional kind of trip for me when I played it. I actually like teared up at the end because like, oh my god, this thing is happening. Which I guess I could, yeah, Zach is getting shot up to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no! But uh, yeah, I thought the game was really fun. Um, I love that it brought back like the world of Final Fantasy VII, and it was killer on PSP. I mean, PSP, I think, had some really great titles, and um, that was definitely one of my favorite ones on there. So, uh, number 49, Crisis Core. to it. I wrote it in the chat. I beat you to it. Dang. I made you a mod. I did, did thank you. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that would mean mine, 48. This is, this is where it gets tough, because I didn't put these in any order. Um... Let's start. Let's continue the list with with nonsense. Uh, Castlevania sixty four. Oh, a, a game that literally. <laughs> I don't know why that was my only reaction. I will recommend to you, but I <laughs> love this game and will never. Any time I get to bring it up, I will bring it up. And this is actually one of the games I forgot about, and I was sitting there at work, and I and I realized, I love this game. It is not very good. Like it's mechanically broken in a lot of ways, but it's so fun. And I there's so many memories, nostalgic memories for me attached to it that I I can't help but get it uh, just recommend it so much. I would buy this game on PC as just like a straight port. Just so I could play it again like officially. I it's so it's so bonkers where there's there's like some plot yeah. line about this lady painting roses with blood. For no reason. There's a, a hedge maze where a guy chases you with a chainsaw and you fight a bunch of vampires. It's bananas. There's two different characters and each character has their own like special levels. So there's most of the <laughs> levels are the same, but then there's a few that are different. And the big thing that I'll always remember is it's very difficult, not because the game is hard, but because it doesn't work very well. It's not, it's not very good. Uh, so I played it on easy to like, see if I can get further in this stupid game. I was like 10, right? And I go through this game. I get to level 5. And level 5 is, is like you're in the mansion. You're in Castle. Get Dracula, I guess, finally. 
and you're doing this weird puzzle and you, there's this like bombable walls and you get this uh, solution that is a bomb, but you can't like you can't jump or get hit with it. So you have to navigate all these frustrating platforms with the shitty camera from an N64 game just to <laughs> blow up this wall. So I finally do that. I fight the boss, which is this giant ox dude. And then as you fight him, he turns more and more into a skeleton. It's kind of cool. Then he dies. Oh, that does sound cool. Turns into a key or something. You get the key. I, I use the key on the elevator, and the game, like, you go up, and I'm super excited. I'm like, I've never gotten further than this. I finally did it. I had to do it on easy because I'm I'm dumb kid, and this game's bad. And then it, the screen pops <laughs> up, and it says, hey, uh, the rest of this game, you got to play it on normal to get to it. And it just ends. <laughs> It what? literally adds. It didn't. There's no warning that you can only play half the game on easy. Oh man, it's hilarious now. Oh my god. Not. I was not a fan at the time, but I oh, did yeah, eventually yeah. go back yeah. and beat it. Uh, but I'll never forget that. And there's so many fun moments in it that, to me, like these stand out as some of my favorite video game moments. Just because, probably because it was so hard and it took forever to get through shit. The camera's bad and like the collision detection for platforms was bad. But I love it. Castlevania 64, no one likes this game. I love <laughs> this game. It's my first Castlevania game I ever played. How... Oh. Which is probably that, yeah. why I didn't. I mean, I was going to say that's unfortunate to start on that one, but. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, how similar is it to like Lords of Shadows and stuff like uh, that? I mean, is I it... guess kind of. <laughs> it's 3D, okay. you're walking right. through levels that's linear level structures i mean the levels themselves are are open but it's level one level two level three like you just go through it um and some levels are a lot yeah. more linear than others but it has like story cutscenes, and cool music it, it, they really tried i just feel like the game they were making was not the game anyone wanted them to make and also the combat's not very good because like the one character has a whip which makes sense it's castlevania the other character just has homing missiles <laughs> So that's the character you play what as. What the hell? Because you can just hold the button and run around and shoot the missiles and they do their own thing and kill the enemies for you. So it's more about just like running and not getting hit. That's how bad the combat hmm. kind of is. It's a, it's a mess. But I love it. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, I will go with number 47, which uh, kind of takes me back to... This is probably one of like the older games that I have on my list. And there's very few on this list that are this old. Um, but it takes me back to like going to the arcade or going to like Chuck E. Cheese. Um, number 47 is TMNT Turtles Ooh. in Time. <laughs> and I just remember playing the crap out of that game anytime I'd go to like Chuck E. Cheese. Um, and even going to like, uh, here they call it Wahoos, but it's basically a family fun center in California. Wow. And it's just this giant arcade with like, and then outside you go and there's like mini golf and all that crap. But I would always go straight to TMNT Turtles in Time. And then, of course, the Simpsons arcade game is also on there. But it's um, anyways. Uh, but yeah, I just thought that was a, a great game that I always think about that I wish was like on PlayStation that I could just play or yeah. PC that I don't know if it's on PC, but um, I think that's in be. some weird. There's probably a few ROMs. Hell. Yeah, most likely. But yeah, um, that will be number 47. I don't have too much else to say about it other than that because i you know i i don't have <laughs> the best you don't have to defend it, it like Castlevania i love that game a bad game <laughs> right yeah yeah it 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 it, it stands on its own two feet <laughs> it's, not a, it's not widely regarded as bad 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, my 46, yeah, 46 is Pikmin. I oh. and Pikmin 1 specifically. Um, a lot okay. of these on my list, you'll find I'm like, yeah, I'm picking the series. In this instance, sure, I'm picking the series, I guess. I love Pikmin games in general, but I think Pikmin 1 is the most nostalgic to me, and if I didn't pick it, I'd pick 2, just because 2 is an improvement upon everything, but Pikmin 1 is so well-designed in the way, like, here's the red Pikmin, and you kind of learn everything you can do with it, and just as you're learning everything, it adds another element, and it adds another Pikmin, or another enemy, and another whatever, and there's something to that game because we didn't it was a new series a new franchise we didn't know what was going to happen and like all these crazy bug animal monsters that would come out of nowhere i i love that it's it's such a fun little rts action whatever it is hybrid i don't think it gets enough credit and the first game with its time limit really adds a lot to me and it's also a lot simpler where you're just getting the parts of the ship you're not digging around for treasure yeah. it's it's a very simple self-contained narrative not that there's that much narrative in pikmin love that game um play three i guess i don't know good one i don't know man <laughs> play three i it's, guess it's fine yeah there, i was listening to some podcasts that are like three's the best one i could not disagree more Ugh. it's probably screaming very upset at your phone very upset <laughs> Cool. All right. Um, damn, I already lost count. What are we, 45? It's in the chat. Yeah, 45. 45. Okay, cool. All right, number 45 on my list is Fallout 3. I thought you were going to say Fall Guys and I was going to die. Oh, yeah. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. No. Fall, Fallout 3. Um, obviously, Fallout 3 is kind of what kicked off the whole Fallout 3 franchise, like yeah. the revamp of it, as we saw. Um. And, you know, it hasn't really changed too much, like, almost enough. Like, it hasn't changed enough to really be, you know, the, the game that we want it to be. Because 3 was, like, this epic moment of stepping out of the vault and seeing this huge, like, wasteland. And, you know, going down in a tunnel, you just don't know what you're going to find, like, Super Mutants. I just remember experiencing Super Mutants for the first time. And, oh, yeah. Um, the, the, just the experience of being in this open world where, like, you can go anywhere do anything and just grab like putting everything in your inventory because you're just hoarding every little piece of scrap you can find um fallout 3 is to me still i think my favorite one um i don't know if i could go back and play it because it, i feel like it's aged definitely mm -hmm. <laughs> harder than uh fallout new vegas but um yeah it definitely deserves a spot on my list because i spent probably over 100 hours in that game uh same uh, Fallout 3 came out my freshman year of college. <laughs> like, my first semester. Yeah. And that's a bad, that's a bad game to come out. <laughs> I must have played, like... I can imagine. I, must I can have played, imagine. like, 60 hours in the first week or so. It was, it was just like, yeah, it's Fallout oh 3 gosh. time. And that was one of those games, I wasn't even that excited for it, but I kind of got swept up in the hype. Um, and honestly, Fallout 3 is definitely a game, I don't know if I'd say I forgot about it, because I do love that game, but I have gone back yeah. a couple of years ago, and it, it definitely is like, I don't know about this, guys. Right. Yeah, I, I think they added some things to, like, New Vegas where you can, I don't, I don't even remember what they added, but I feel like it's 
New Vegas is a little bit easier to go back to, and then Fallout 4 is kind of like, ah, eh, Fallout 4 is here, but, you know, it's, yeah, you know, the, the stupid settlement stuff. Well, I think with Fallout 4, with being that being so fresh, it's it's clearer that, yeah, this isn't, this isn't the shiny rose that I remember it being. Yeah, yeah. But this isn't working this isn't, anymore. Yeah, I know. It's not you. It's me, <laughs> Fallout. Okay, let's let's go. Hmm. I guess I'll just do them in the order I have them because that might be easiest. This was one that was tough for me to place um, because I do love it. But it's difficult okay. and weird. Okay, so I'm picking La Mulana 2. Uh, oh, I knew it was going to yeah, make an right. appearance. I had a feeling um, about it. For several reasons. And like, I, I love Metroidvanias, as you probably know. And I talk about them a lot. And I think this might be the only Metroidvania on my list. Really? Um, yeah. I, I love a lot of other games, too. I love that genre. It might be my favorite, one of my favorite genres, but a lot of the games... I'm actually looking at my, like, the top... The ones that didn't make it, there's a few in there. But, I don't know. Anyway, Lemelana 2 is an incredible Metroidvania game. I think it's easily one of the best ones ever made, obviously, if it's the only one making this list. Um, it reminded me <laughs> of Breath of the Wild in the sense of when you go out into Breath of the Wild, like you leave the plateau and you just pick a direction and everything is filled with this mystery and like what's around every corner? What's that? Oh my gosh, let's let's check this thing out. And then did you see the dragon? What does this mean? And, and it's so cool. And that feeling is encapsulated in a Metroidvania game in La Mulana 2 where it's, it's different because it's not like this sprawling wilderness or something, but it's, I'm in this yeah. area, I'm in this like, temple indiana jones temple and i'm just going further and further down into it and seeing where where does this passageway go where does where does that go and, and you find all this nonsense and you just end up going for hours in a direction and having no idea like where you are or how to how to get back or where you even should go and there's so many different areas for you to go in and it, it's so it's so cool it's so special it's definitely an esoteric one of those games that just does not want to help you or care about you that yeah, much. Yeah. It's not overly difficult though. It's not like a souls game or something. Um, it's not even really that combat heavy. The boss fights obviously are, but besides that, it's really just kind of whip at the enemies, but I love it. Highly recommended I watched, it. I watched someone speed run it um, the other day and I don't know why. When I look at it, I'm like, this looks like almost if Braid and Spelunky had a baby. Kind of, yeah. That's a good way like, to put it. Yeah. The crazy thing, too, is it, a lot of these Metroidvania games, especially newer ones, like Guacamelee, which I like, it'll be like this five, ten-hour yeah. game. La Mulana 2 has an achievement for beating it in under 40 hours. Like, that's where it's, oh, you did it quickly. 40 hours. <laughs> You did it so quickly. <laughs> and I think oh I beat it at like 45 or something. <laughs> like, it was so long. There's so much game here, and it, it's very unique. It's certainly <clears throat> one of the most unique as I die. One of the most unique Metroidvania <laughs> games I've ever played. Dang. All right. La Mulana. La Mulana. 
All right, heading on to number 43. This one, uh, I, I wasn't sure about it at first, but I just I had to kind of think back on my memories about when I first played it, and that's kind of what brought it back. Mm-hmm. And so number 43 is God of War Ooh. 3. Um, I just remember that epic moment of climbing up Mount Olympus with the Titans as they're heading up there and fighting the enemies like on the back of one of the Titans as you're climbing up the mountain. Like that was so epic, especially those first few moments where you're getting like some of the quick time events, even though like this God of War always like when I think about the, the PlayStation two era and then the PlayStation three God of War, I always think about quick time events, which kind of at this point are kind of laughable now, but um, just that those few epic moments were like the game is just so big in scope and then you zoom in and it's you as this tiny guy (laughs) (laughs) just beating the shit out of these little things on the back of like the Titans like I just got that and that game was kind of nuts especially fighting Hercules and um, getting his uh, his like fists which are like shaped like uh, lions or whatever like I think they're called, oh shit, what were they called? I forgot what they're called. Um, but I just remember um, just loving that game. Even though like now we have a different God of War that is even like better, I still really think God of War 3 is, really holds itself in like, as far as like a good hack and slash game, like it's definitely up there for me as, as up there with like Devil May Cry uh, 4 and like uh, Bayonetta and stuff like that. Okay. Devil May Cry 4 is a choice to put there, but okay. I like I like it. It's probably I can't think of any other Devil May Cry. That's okay. like <laughs> I like DNC. No more, one likes but, four. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. Well, no okay, one likes really? two. I thought that was two. That. Yeah, no one two is terrible. But four is like, eh. Let me rephrase that. DNC okay. Devil May Cry. That's good. There we go. That'll work. <laughs> That's the more acceptable answer. Yeah, I would go with that one. <laughs> Alright, I'm good. All right, my 42. This is the first cheating one. Um, and I'm not apologizing. Oh. Is Metal Gear Solid 3 slash 5. Um, I, I, I combined... Okay. When I combined them, I obviously combined them as franchises. Um, and I love the Metal Gear Solid franchise. I, it's too hard to pick. If, you, if I had to pick, I'd pick 3. Okay? I'm picking 3. Right, right. I want. I guess I want to give a shout out to five, <laughs> um, but the story of three, the presentation of three. I mean, it is Hideo Kojima doing his thing. I, I love that it is a story, uh, still very much entrenched in Metal Gear Solid lore and all that. But it is the yeah. way back in time, so we're we're kind of setting things up again. I like the boss, um, big boss. Naked Snake, whatever. He has like 35. But you, your mentor defects, <laughs> but then it ends up being this whole like, she's defecting because she's a double, triple agent. Like It's it's so bananas, and there's that final fight. There's so many great moments in that game, and I love, I love stealth games, and this was one of those where I really had to play it differently. And I'm specifically Metal Gear Solid 3 subsistence? Subsistence? Yeah. That's where they added in. Um, okay. Yeah, it wasn't just canned camera angles, so it was behind the shoulder, and that—that's the version I'm I'm talking about. Love that game. 
so many cool moments I can't bring up because I feel like people should still play it <clears throat> and it would spoil things to talk about it any any further. Um, the only big problem with that game is you have to pause to change your camo, which is annoying. Um, and shout out to Metal Solid Five for just having the best stealth controls and mechanics in any stealth game ever still. That's it. All right. Shout out Metal Gear Solid 5. Well, no, there's no other Metal Gear games on this list, so I have to get it in somewhere. Oh, okay. All right. I see. You're trying to you're just trying to bring them in, huh? Oh, you, oh, you think that one's car. bad? I haven't seen the rest of the list. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I had a couple like that. I was like, oh, I'm just going to pick one well, of these. I did. I picked one. Cuz either way. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll make an exception. Okay, good. All right. Number 41. Ooh. Minecraft. Minecraft. Uh, there's there's a lot I could say about Minecraft, but overall, I'm just gonna say that that is a a fun game. It's a fun game. Um, you know, it's fun. Like I find ways to play it by myself in a challenge mode of some type, like Sky Factory. I have fun playing it with my kids. I had fun getting the platinum on it on PS3. Uh, Minecraft is an epic juggernaut of a game that continues to sell and be relevant and continue to improve and you know it's holds a special place in my heart of uh you know just fun building stuff you know it's like a legos in a way but they don't hurt your fingers as much yeah legos are painful they can be the little one the little flat ones that get stuck together you know trying to and they just get them jam into your fingernail yeah yeah and they have a little tool for it but i always lose it that so. tool should be better that tool should come on like a chain or necklace so you don't lose it. How cool are you? This... I know. <laughs> Look right. at me, guys. Rolling in the club with my gold Lego removal tool. Is that your wallet? Nope, that's, uh, that's my Lego, Lego chain. chain. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, in case sorry. some Lego later. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yep. Yep. We getting, we're doing Legos Lego? later? Like, is that like a... Dr- not like a drug, nah, dude. I just want to play some Legos. Legos. (laughs) 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 All right, number forty. We're gonna have to start picking this up. Uh, And this is definitely recency bias for me, Uh, but I'm picking Last of Us Part Two. Ah, I'm picking it over one. I, I think I there's so many things to say about this, but I think the first game has a has better like overall maybe the narrative is better overall in the first game but there's so many better story beats and it's better done in the second game and the pacing is a lot better even if it's too long i think the overall pacing is better and it has more of a flow to it the moment to moment like encounter to encounter and the the combat system is just excellent it's exactly what i want from a third person survival horror game is that it's so close to perfect was a really good game man it was a lot farther down on my list or i guess up towards the top of my list so i am using one of my replacements in there um yeah um but it's up so we'll actually come across it naturally it's perfect so it actually ends up work out working out compared to our original plan um but yeah last of us 2 what a what a game yeah just what a game just wow is is the right way to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, we do have a spoiler cast of Last of Us 2 if you guys want to go back in time into our older episodes and check that out. We highly mm-hmm. recommend it because, of course, we do. Yeah. We're the well, makers of the Well, I also think that's one of our better episodes in general. It, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a good one. Um, we we put our heart and soul and tears mm-hmm. into it, and I'm just trying to remember what episode. It, oh, it's episode number 43. Okay. I was going to so. guess 45. That was a lot. Closer. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was 46 for some reason. I'm like, man, what fucking <laughs> this year, year is, is it? weird. <laughs> So that's our yeah, that's exactly. our first duplicate. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. What are we on? Uh, Thirty nine. Thirty nine. <sighs> this might be a surprising one, but like I have very fond memories of Final Fantasy. Oh, wow. 15. I really enjoyed Final Fantasy fifteen. It actually brought a tear to my eye. When, um, spoiler alert, if you don't, it, I guess, spoiler alert, it's been out for a while, you've had your chance, but when the, uh, I, I don't remember how to say her name anymore, but the princess, the, the girl that you're supposed to be marrying mm-hmm. and going back to, the whole reason you're pushing that damn car, when, uh, she basically, like, sacrifices her life to, like, save you and she dies, but that fight was so fucking epic when you're fighting, I think it's, like, Shiva or something like that, um, or was it a hydro? I don't know. The water giant snake thing. Okay. Um, that, like, I think that game just had so so many epic moments. And then there's that time jump where suddenly you're the older version of Noxus and Noctis. Noxus. Noxus. And uh, Noxus. I'm getting Noxus yeah. out of here. Um, but, yeah, that game, like, I love the combat. I loved the... Uh, the comrades, the uh, what didn't they do like the uh, comrade uh, DLC or some shit like that, where it's like you get to do co-op or something oh, like that? I, yeah, I don't remember <laughs> that specifically. Yeah, um, the cooking in that game, the food always looked really good. Like it had to be up there with like Monster Hunter on good-looking food. <laughs> um, the fishing was fun. Uh, I loved the open world. I mean, the game was beautiful. I mean, I think I you know obviously there's a lot wrong with the game, but I don't think it was as big of a letdown as people thought. I just think it was more of like a mediocre gotcha. Final Fantasy. Like to me, to me, it's like up there with like, a, like twelve and ten. Like it, it's. I think it's along those did lines. You, play you know, it and it's definitely not up there with like. When it, what did you play it when it came out, or after like all the patches and stuff? Oh yeah, I got it when it came when it came out. I got like the special okay. edition and and uh, not the not like the collector's edition, but like the spe- the eighty dollar instead of the sixty dollar version. Um. But yeah, I missed out on all the DLC because they decided to complete the game afterwards, yeah, which is which I think is always stupid. But you know, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a really good game. That's a cool choice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> My number thirty-eight for me is this is another cheat, kind of, uh, and I'll pick one. But the Metroid Prime trilogy, uh, which was a boxed release with all three games. If I have to pick, it's real tough between one and two. And I think I might pick two. Uh, just because the level design is better. Go back and play them. I did. Yeah. Don't, don't at me. I'm fucking tired of it. Metro Prime 2. <laughs> don't at like, me. Two's terrible. I'm like, that's fucking crazy. Metro Prime 2 is basically Metro Prime 1, but now there's Zelda dungeons. It's an improvement. Uh, and the level design isn't so linear and obnoxious so you can actually get to where you need to go quickly 
Uh, those games are great. I'm excited for them to come out on Switch in seven to eight years, whenever that is. Yeah, with as long as they've been seeing it. <sighs> yeah, allegedly that game's done, just ready to be put out, the trilogy, so we'll see if that's even true. At this point, it's been so long, it, they, it could never have been true, and now it is, you know what I mean? Like, they've been working on it. Uh, but, but I love yeah. that game. It's such a perfect adaptation of 2D Metroidvanias into 3D. It's it's one of those games like you look at Mario 64 versus Mario World or Ocarina of Time versus Link to the Past and see how they changed it to 3D. And I don't think Metroid Prime gets enough credit for changing that 2D franchise into 3D and being what I think is more faithful to the original setup than those other games. Um, well, maybe not Ocarina yeah. of Time, but definitely Zelda or Mario. One of these games is right in my brain. Uh, Metro Prime is phenomenal. I, I love those those games and such a such a nostalgic memory touch point for me, especially when Metro Prime Two was coming out and it was coming out like a couple weeks around Halo Two and there was this kind of rivalry with it for no reason. That was fun. Yeah. Not it was not fun. Huh. That was sarcastic. I did not enjoy that. Okay. Not, <laughs> you yeah. got you got me on uh, that. Those games are yeah. incredible. I highly, 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 obviously recommend them. All right. Well, if they ever come out, yeah, we'll see. All right, moving on to number 37. My number 37 pick is Bioshock Infinite. Oh, Infinite. Uh, Infinite. I loved Bioshock Infinite. I remember how hyped that was, hyped I was before it came out because of all the trailers and the years and years of seeing... The, you know, the little gameplay we did get to see of it. But uh, I just remember walking around Columbia at first and, uh, you know, it everything seems kind of normal and then things start kind of turning. And then there's that moment where you, like, get get attacked for the first time. And um, I love the combat at the in the game. Um, this, so at the end with the weird story thing, we're like, oh, every, you know, every universe is infinite or whatever the hell they're doing. Like, that part didn't oh, give a shit about. awesome. To me... I mean, it's cool. Like, I guess, I guess the story, the impact of it wasn't as important to me as the rest okay. of the game. Like, really, like, you know, trying to save Elizabeth and then that bird monster thing trying to kill you and um, her using her ability to, like, warp things. Like, I, I, I want to go back and play that game because I know I have the collection now on, on PS4. Um, but man, I love... Bioshock Infinite. The, the overall, just I think the city of Columbia is just so crazy and cool, like so creative. And to me, I liked it more than Rapture, like the world at wow. least, because it's this 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 like city in the sky, and you're you know traveling by hooks on a rail and things like that. And I don't know, it was just to me it, it lived up to the hype I had for it, even though it probably didn't for other people. Like. I ended up just loving that game and it definitely had a huge impact on what I felt for Bioshock overall. And that's, yeah. I think that's a good choice. I need, I need, yeah, I need to go back and play it now. I oh, want to God. as well. Did you go and did you do the DLC? I did not. I did not do any um, of the DLC, which I also am bummed about because I had the season pass on PS3 and I just wah, never wah. went back. Well, they and had it. that where it tied into Bioshock one and all that deal that's yeah. really cool um i want to go back and play all those games 
Yeah, me too. Me too. I even like two, but uh, two def- definitely did not. Yeah, two is good. Uh, <laughs> obviously, yeah. it's not one, but it's, it's good. Yeah, it's underrated. But yeah, for yeah. sure. No, it's probably perfect. You know, you know, I hear that a lot. I'm gonna say it's perfectly rated. No, it's perfectly rated. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah. it's perfectly rated, but people just don't like it for some reason. Yeah, people talk a lot of shit on it. So is that is there no Bioshock one on your list then? Is this the Bioshock? Um, this is my Bioshock, so I guess we'll have to wait and see if the, if there's a Bioshock on the wow. list. Wow. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. See how I feel. All right. All right. My sounds number good. Number thirty-six <laughs> is Rayman Two. Uh, half my list is just things I'm nostalgic for from the N64 days. <laughs> but Rayman Two. Dude, Rayman right. Two is incredible. <laughs> I, I think it deserves to be talked about along the like with the likes of Banjo Kazooie, Mario sixty four. Crash Bandicoot, I guess, is, is there too. Uh, yeah. Ratchet and Clank, like, <laughs> He's like there those too. games, Rayman 2. So Rayman is a 2D game, but Rayman 2 is, I think it's Rayman 2 The Great Escape or something like that, um, is a 3D yeah, action-ish platformer. It's level-based. It's not like, find the hidden jiggy inside this thing. It's, it's more like an adventure. <laughs> uh, I played yeah. so much of this game, and it's one of those things where I rented it, didn't know I needed a memory card, didn't have a memory card for the N64, so, but I kept renting it, and I, I've played those first couple levels what must be hundreds of times, because I, I oh, kept wow. doing it, and then I finally saved up money to, to buy the game and also a memory card, which I feel like was $7,000 uh, when you're 10. Yeah, yeah. And I love that game. There's so many so many cool moments with it that I feel like it, it really gets forgotten in terms of early 3D platformers. No one brings it up, but there are so many great ideas in it and moments and power-ups and things. Like It, it just does not get the appreciation it deserves. And I think if you're going to go back to a 3D platformer from that time, Rayman 2 probably holds up the best. Uh, because it doesn't have it's not doing all this weird shitty camera nonsense as a lot of the other ones are and it's like a little bit later so it kind of worked out a lot of the kinks i highly highly recommend reman 2 it's been re-released about seven thousand times i think you can get it on steam or maybe it's on gog but it's on one of the two and it's so good yeah i remember playing the 2d raymans Raymond. Raymond. Rayman. Rayman. And uh I really like the uh the more recent iterations of it. I Yeah, I those, those are good. pretty good. Yeah. Cool. All right. Number 35. No, oh, we need to pick I'm it never up. Gonna finish this list. <laughs> Jesus. Destiny. So, number 35, I put Destiny on here. Destiny. Uh I have a lot of great memories with Destiny because uh I thought it was really like the first, you know, the first, like, Destiny was great, and then Taken King came out, and it was even better. Um, I spent thousands of hours in that game, played with my friends, like, all sorts of groups of my friends, like, work friends, uh, my old friends from California, uh, friends that I met here, just, like, not working, just random people, and it kind of got me into Twitch a lot more, because that was part of, like, I watched a lot more Twitch because of the streamers on Twitch that were playing Destiny. So it it was like this whole thing. There's like this moment 
of I feel like my gaming life where I was so dedicated to one game that so many other games fell to the wayside, which is kind of why I was happy that Destiny 2 was shit because then I stopped playing <laughs> and I was able to start going back and catching up on games that I, I missed out on. I can stop now. I can stop now. But yeah, no, like it, it's it, it definitely uh Destiny will always hold a special place in my heart because it, I, I I think it's uh it, it was really good and it was it was this really crazy moment in time even for a lot of people that were streaming it on Twitch that got partnered around that time that that were able to build their community like it was this crazy moment where everybody was playing this game together and uh and you know Destiny 2 came out and it didn't didn't live up to the expectations um and now you know it's definitely a much different game but still it's on my list it made it somehow <laughs> somehow on my list somehow on my list anyway i'm good this is we're getting <laughs> to the point in my list where i start thinking like ah, it's so tough to pick or talk about any of these games and i i'm even making adjustments on the fly um okay we're gonna go to the legend of zelda uh oracle of ages oracle of seasons which are oh, the Game Boy Color I entries. I guess I'll write, I'll write it down. Uh, and these are 2D, I think the last incredible 2D entries in the Zelda franchise. Um, there's been a few like Minish Cap and I guess the DS ones kind of count, but barring those, yeah, we yeah. don't, it hasn't happened in a long time. And these are incredible. They're two separate games. They do link together and have a uh, link together. They have a bonus dungeon if you do that. They also have this really, yeah. beside like the seasons and ages, is such a fun mechanic because it changes the entire world map. And it does it in such a fun way where it's kind of gated. Like in seasons, you'll have, like, I, I can turn it to fall. And that's like all you'll have. And then you'll get another season, but you can only do it at certain spots. And it changes the entire map. Like, rivers freeze over or giant holes appear for some reason when it's in the fall stuff like that i think that's so cool um ages is, is similar where it's like traveling through time and so there's three different world maps and, and has that uh link to the past kind of oh i'm back here but if i do that uh, let me move that here and then i can travel through the other warp thing cool uh so many fun yeah. puzzles with that they also have this <clears throat> flute or something where you get to choose one of three animals to be your companion. And I remember that. Yeah. It changes the map entirely. So you effectively could play the game three different times and kind of have a different experience. It's really cool. I love those games. So many fond memories playing that over the summer when they came out. Love, love, love those games. And I had to combine them. Together. Um, but I think when you combine these together, it makes yeah. more sense. Those are, yeah, those definitely have to be kind of combined. I, I recommend people that don't remember these games or maybe don't remember how pain in, how much of a pain in the ass they were to complete if you didn't have one of the cartridges. I recommend watching the completionist video on his run of <laughs> Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Seasons. Because I, I, when I watched it, I was like, oh shit, was it really that big of a was pain it? in the ass? I was like, I don't remember. Because cause I had, well, like, to complete the game, yeah, but, like, the way he does it. But just in general, there are parts about that game that I thought were so advanced for 
that time that I didn't realize how advanced they were until I watched his video and I was like, holy shit, that's right. Yeah, you because you had to have your save for like ages or whatever to go into seasons and like it, they just did different things and the games interacted in such a weird way that it, it boggles my mind like how they got yeah. it to work. And there are certain games like that where they do funky shit that you would think like how is how did they think of doing this with <laughs> how that did game? They do this? Like and I, that comes across in a lot of his videos where he's like, oh, and they were able to do this and this by making the the if you have the time and set to this date and all this shit, then your game knows to the I don't know. It's I highly recommend at least watching this one because that one it, it blew my mind how crazy that game could be and just how they were able to kind of finagle that uh that like set like that uh setup for oracle of ages and seasons at the time and it's crazy made by capcom yeah that was another weird thing that it was made by capcom forget (laughs) but i don't forget (laughs) because i'm a capcom stan so that's why (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's true you did have metal gear on not capcom that's that's konami i always get those two mixed up mega Mega man Man, capcom Mega Man, Mega Man. All right, moving on. Number 33. I knew... So I told you when I played this and I finally finished it, it was going to end up on my list. And here it is. Shadow of the Colossus at number 33. Uh, I talked about it a lot. Long, like, episodes and episodes ago. So um, I'm not going to spend too much time on here. But after trying it when it came out on PS2, trying it on PS3 when it released in the Eco and Shadow Colossus collection, could not get... Like, I got... One Colossus down, that was it. That's as far as I made it. And then I played uh, the uh, the newer remake, which was made by uh, Blue Point. Blue Point. There we go. <laughs> I was gonna say Blue Marble for some reason. Um, Blue Point. Um, and I finished it. And as I recently saw, so did Greg Miller, who Platinum did. No, I don't think that was a Platinum, um, was it? I'm pretty I thought sure, that was just sure a Silver. Oh, it, it might be. Well, either way, he finally kind of did the same thing that I did. We're finally play it, finally beat it. Yeah, play it. Realize, and I'm sure we'll hear his thoughts on PS. I love you, but um, my thoughts were that this game is really special. I loved it, and uh, yeah, it definitely made my list. It had an impact. It was great. I'm glad you liked it. I loved it. Gross. Okay, my is 32. And this is tough because, I, as I said, I'm doing this on the fly. I have one extra in my thing, and I'm trying to figure out who gets dropped. <laughs> but I, got, I think I got to pick Prey. Uh, this is 2018? Oh. 2017 or 2018? 16? I don't remember. All right, you, you talk it's about it. I'll, I'll find the, the re-release that Bethesda did. I actually did recently go back and play a little bit of it, and I wasn't as high on it, but I also had a bunch of technical difficulties at the beginning, so I'm kind of blaming that. But Hmm. this is kind of the spiritual successor in a lot of ways to Bioshock. It's very much Bioshock in space in a lot of its setup. It is such a fun game to me where just wandering around each room and seeing like what's in it, what these notes are, what if I go over here and do that, and, and you're just at the snail's pace uncovering the world and really looking into 
every nook and cranny, I felt like. And it has this fun element where the mimics are there, and you never quite feel like, like am I safe here? You kind of give every room a little cursory glance over, is there something in here with me? Because it could just be a mimic sitting there, or it could just be a chair. And, and I like that aspect of it. Um, the enemy designs certainly are repetitive, but that the feeling that you get in this game where you realize, I need to go into this room, and maybe I upgraded my hacking ability, or maybe I just upgraded my strength so I can rip the door down, or I used the glue gun to make a platform along the wall, and I got onto the terrace, which is unlocked, and I go that way. Or I moved some boxes, and I found a hidden vent, and I walked into the vent. Or I explored and found the key. Like, there's so many different ways to get through almost every single room and section of that game. It's so cool. And I, I, I think I'm picking this over in my list. I think over Bioshock instead of Bioshock just because it's a more updated feeling version of that. Oh. Um, but I, I can't... Like People really slept on... If they slept on any game this generation, it's Prey. I, I thoroughly recommend yeah. it. Um, it. It's it's so phenomenal. It's, and then play it slow. Don't don't be like a first person shooter. I'm going through running right now. You gotta look through the rooms and see environmental details. It's it's one of those. It's one of those games. It's very special to me. Came out May fifth, twenty seventeen. That's that's a stacked year. Yeah, that was it a good one. That was a good year. I, I played uh I played a few hours of it. I wish I would have gotten into it more, but I, I don't remember what I was playing at the time around when it when I was playing it. But um Yeah, to me to me it's definitely a game where I would be playing it and I swear I'd see something out of the corner of my eye. Yeah. And it like I think it's a mimic and then I go and it's like nothing. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> so that game almost gives you paranoia in a way. Yeah, which I enjoy, but other people find frustrating. Mm. <laughs> Possibly, yeah, yeah. Cool, all right. Pray, go play it, everybody. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Number 31 for me. NBA oh, 2K11. NBA 2K11. I'll tell you why this, this one in particular was really good. And it was something called the Jordan Challenges. So the with the single-player mode, essentially, there's a single-player mode in this game that... Um, you basically replay epic moments in Michael Jordan's career. Um, this was also the year that they had to me around that time had refined the gameplay to its peak. And since then they've made like some improvements and stuff like that, but they've basically, once they hit 2k 11, they found their groove and they took that model of their, like their gameplay and just kept refining it and refining it and refining it every year. But man, those Jordan challenges were hard, but they were also so cool. And it told you like the kind of like the whole setup for people that are going and finally experiencing the Jordan documentary that's uh, on Netflix, The Last Dance, like all those epic moments that they cover in that documentary it, are pretty much in this game. And God, I wish like there's so there's so many people out there that just want them to remaster this game and bring it back to consoles Maybe, you know, don't name it 2K11, but you can name it, you know, maybe in 2K21, you can just right. do like a revamp version, right? But yeah, that's that's when my like obsession with NBA 2K really 
really started. Well, it started the year before because Kobe was on the cover, but then the next oh, year was Michael God. Jordan and the Jordan challenges. So it was just like back to back years. I was like, I'm in. And uh, I still buy NBA 2K every year. I haven't missed because a year since I think 2000. Um, basically that. And also I still like when it's NBA season and or playoff season, like I get back into playing NBA 2K. Okay. Just fun. I'll allow yeah. it. All right. Me. There's no. Me. I just need to buy it on. I need to get it on Switch though, honestly, because I think I'll play it a lot more if I have it on Switch because I can take huh. it anywhere. But they they like dumb it down so much that it makes right. me upset, and I can't just I can't just buy that version. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a tough compromise. It's really tough. Yeah, yeah. What are we on? Anyways. Oh, we're on thirty. Jeez. Okay, my number thirty is Tales of Symphonia. Um. Which I feel like, I don't know, I feel obligated to have a Tales game on this list since I, I love the series. I've played not all of them because there's so many and it's kind of hard to gather them up at a certain point. And <laughs> they are kind of all similar. Yeah. yeah. This is yeah, the yeah. GameCube one and it's very nostalgic to me because this was a, at the time I feel like it was more of a PS2 kind of kind of thing. And they came up with this, this is our GameCube exclusive I think it actually came out to the PS2 in Japan only, um, which is a trend for Tales games because we'd get yeah. them years behind. It used to be like two years behind. Now we're closer to like the same time. Um, but I love the Tales games. This is an action kind of RPG where you're, you see the enemies and you'll run into them and then it goes into a battle arena where it's a side-scrolly. You can jump around and do different abilities and hack and slash. And I... The summer that this came out, I must have played 200 hours of this game. I I played through it several damn times. I had I found um like a stat sheet that I wrote from back in the day of like fun. It was like I was just tallying things. I'm like this is a funny moment. This was so and so doing this thing, and I just kept tally. I was so <laughs> into it to a bizarre degree that is haunting. Uh, but I love. I love these games, and I, I will just highlight this one as being probably my favorite. I think Vesperia is close, but not the same. Zillia is close, but not the same. Like it's, it's, it's tough. But this this game is phenomenal, and it's available on freaking everything. It's regularly on sale on Steam for like five dollars. Just buy the damn game. It's really cool. Yeah. It's it's got a fun story, especially if you don't know where it's going. There's this moment as a dumb kid where it's like, Oh, Oh, that's the, pl Oh shit. <laughs> like, I, how did I not know? Well, you're 12. So that's why you didn't know. Uh, but yeah. I love that game. You know, I've never played a tales game and I was always tempted to get tales of Symphonia when it was on PS3. Mm -hmm. And I just never, I don't know why I didn't, I never jumped on it. I think sure. I, you probably like it. Oh, I would yeah. love it. I totally know. I look at. I was looking at it, and I was like, I would totally love Let's this get game. Get on PC, five dollars. Damn. Eh, we'll see. Well, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I keep collecting things on Steam, like Final Fantasy Thirteen, yeah. uh, <laughs> the Lightning Returns. I just got. Uh, I think I got the ten. Which one? I got one of the. I think I got ten. Um, when it was on sale, and I was like, oh man, I'm collect. I'm now just. I'm just collecting yeah. these at this point. I'm not even yeah, playing yeah. them. Yeah. Anyways, moving on, number 29, Persona 4 oh. Golden, the PS Vita hot seller. 
the only reason to own a yep. PS Vita for most people. Um, but yeah, I love Persona in general. Um, I just re-downloaded Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable on my PlayStation TV um, for downtime when there's downtime at work. Um, I might be just popping on, playing a little bit here and there. Um, or, you know, I might just stream it. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's Persona 4 Golden, man. It's a great JRPG. The characters are awesome. The uh, It's basically just Persona. <laughs> I mean, but Persona. the characters really make that game. Persona! Persona. But yeah, um, it's... I. Not a huge surprise. It's not the only Persona Ugh. game on my list, so I'm just going to leave it at that, and we can move on I'll, to number I'll leave 28. my complaining for the other one. Um, <laughs> okay, I cool. Golden. I, I only played, like, 20-something hours. I like the characters in Golden a lot, and I like the angle of you're coming to this town, and it's kind of a quiet town from... You're the city kid, I guess. You have the little sister. Yeah. I, I thought I really liked it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, hey, there's even some some growing uh, vegetables in it. So yeah, but pretty cool. We'll just wait on that. Okay, number twenty eight for me, sticking on the JRPG train, is Golden Sun. Uh, another game I forgot and then realized I need to put this on the list. I love Golden Sun. I think this is one of the Golden one Sun. of my favorite battle systems. This is a Game Boy Advance game um, from around two thousand two, maybe two thousand. Something like that. Um, yeah. One of my favorite battle systems where you'd find these djinn in the world and they all had an element. And especially in the second game, you could start adding different djinn to, to different characters and changing their abilities. So if you had like a fire one and an earth one, it would, if you put both of that on a, one character, it would give them different abilities. And if you, you'd have a bunch of earth djinn, that would, if you stacked them on one character, it would give them more and more powerful earth abilities stuff like that so you would add, then they're collectible all around the world and, and they're all named differently and they have their own different um moves in the battle system so in the, in the battle system which was this really cool like quasi 3d looking nonsense because it was um it's not 3d but it they did it. it's like a donkey kong country kind of and you can yeah, attack yeah. and use spells and things and i believe the spell <clears throat> I don't know if you can use spells. I think you can just use the djinn. And each one had its own different ability. So, like, this one is Breeze, and that does a gust of wind attack to the enemy. And then the other one is, like, Mist, and that heals you. So you'd use them, and depending on how many you'd used and in what combination for that character, you'd be able to summon them. So you'd use them and then summon them back into battle, and it would summon some kind of monster. Uh, well, I guess it's not monsters on your side, but it, it'd be this awesome like yeah. Final Fantasy esque summon that would happen. And depending on like as you get further and further into the game, you'd get more and more of them. So like, yeah, I've done five of these water gin. I'm gonna summon the ultimate water thing, and it comes out and does its thirty second cutscene and kills the enemies. It was so freaking cool. Uh, and then as you started. Mix and matching different abilities, different summons would come up. It was, I love that game's awesome. Oh, there are there is magic, there is magic. So you could use the magic for puzzles and stuff too outside of the battles and push and pull things around. Really fun game. It's a little hard to go back to now because they all make this kind of like chirpy noise when they talk. Which yeah, is 
is a lot. It's it's very obnoxious, and there's a lot of talking. Um, but I, I love Golden Sun. Highly recommended. I really that needs to come to Switch. That's a perfect Switch game. Yeah, they need to bring they need to bring back Golden Sun. Yeah. I feel like we're due for a Golden Sun game. It's been yeah. a long time. I wish I had played the DS one because I bought it. Yeah, I played it. I I don't remember what it was like, but I remember like getting it the day it came out when I worked. I still worked at a game tag when it came out. I think. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I wish I wish I played, it, but that one and the second one, so so good. Yeah. All right, moving on. Number twenty-seven. Oh boy. Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 2. This was actually, I think, a substitute for something else that I took out um earlier today. Wow. Because I uh I came across it on my games list and remembered I this was like at the peak where I was into Naruto. And it was right after the pain saga where um he destroys the leaf village. And and I remember just seeing the trailer for Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 2, and the trailer is basically that moment where he destroys the village, and then Naruto appears, and then it's like, boom, like, epic fights and shit like that, and god, that game is still so good. I rebought it on PS4, <laughs> so um, I bought, like, that, and I bought, I think, the first one. I still never played 3, because it was, like, I thought, I didn't know it was, like, the actual sequel to Ultimate Ninja Storm 2, because it had like a different subtext or subtitle to it. Oh. And then there's another one right after, which I didn't get into. But I did buy Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 on PS4. And that one's really good. Uh, the structure of it's a little different. But um, yeah, those games are just fun to play through. I don't know if I'd ever like try to play people online. Because they usually annoy the shit out of me when I do. Um, but yeah, great games. Beautiful games. Um, just epic like visuals and stuff like that. I know they're visual style because i think it's like uh visual concepts or whatever i think it's getting kind of tired for anime games so but when at the moment when this came out it was like insanely good to look at but yeah we had a fighting game on my list i can't yeah i can't fault that though naruto's cool yeah cool i guess i'll allow it we're almost halfway (laughs) we're almost halfway all right 26 for me is Majora's Mask. The, the Zelda oh. game from 2001? 2000? I think it's 2000. Whichever. Yeah, it's 2000. This was the first Zelda game that I remember like saving up money for and getting real excited, and I had to buy the expansion pack. I remember my friend got it for his birthday, and he didn't have the expansion pack, which is a bummer. But... Oh, that's I uh, recently, uh, as I threatened the other day, I, I went back to Majora's Mask 3D on the 3DS, um, which I guess I'm saying that version because that's like the definitive version. This game is so good, yeah. and it's so much better than Ocarina of Time simply because it's weird and different. It's so nice and fresh to, to play a Zelda game that is distinctly Zelda, but is so different from every other Zelda game where it doesn't feel tropey and weird it is i'm stuck in this town i don't know what to do let me get over here everyone's weird i i love the aspect of time in it where everyone has their own things they're doing and you have to figure out kind of do i go over here and then that person's there at noon okay let me go over there and talk to them at noon and uh the 3ds version adds in like a tracker 
for it all so you don't have to I don't know write notes down like a serial killer <laughs> to figure this out uh, which is super handy and it's it's such a fun game so different from the others uh, I highly highly recommend it I think it's you can go back to this game without having nostalgia for this you know title or the Zelda of that era and still enjoy it simply because it's recognizable but very different from other Zelda games. Yeah. <clears throat> it seems a lot darker, like darker toned. Yeah, yeah it is. Um I mean, I guess the apocalypse does happen in Ocarina of Time, so That yeah, is kind of true. <laughs> kind of not great. Cool. All right. Shall Let's we move on? Shall. All right, to get us halfway there, number 25, Ben, I feel bad for taking this one. Bloodborne. Oh. Oh. Bloodborne. This is like one of my top three on the list. (laughs) I was nowhere near Bloodborne. Whoops. (laughs) So, you know, I, I almost, it's not that I almost didn't put it on my list. It just, I didn't think it was gonna make it this high up, but for a long time now, for, through many attempts, I have tried tried to beat one of these damn games. Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, Neo. These games. <laughs> these just games. And, you know, obviously Neo Neo is a little different, you know. I'd compare it more to like Ninja Gaiden. Um yeah. But when I finally beat Bloodborne, I had this new appreciation for these types of games and like and especially Bloodborne because it's so different from them in a way. And also like the style of it is so cool compared to like the knights that you see in like Demon Souls and Medieval Time stuff and Dark Souls. Um, it's just this, it's this cool like goth Halloween style shit that was really <laughs> cool to me. And that world is just like awesome. I just I love the characters in it. I love the uh, enemies in it. The bosses, they're disgusting. Um, but yeah, it's just it it definitely gave me this huge sense of accomplishment when I finally beat it. And I didn't even like complete it. I didn't beat all the bosses. I just once I got to the end of that game and like I I didn't even fight the last. I just sacrificed myself. I'm like I don't even fucking care. Here, take it. I turned into a slug. Take me. I don't care. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so I, I still plan on going back and, and replaying that game and, and eventually playing through the old hunters DLC. Um, once I have the time, once I have the time, but I, I still really love that game. Yeah. Bloodborne. I love Bloodborne. Obviously that was on my list. That's not a surprise. Whoops. Um, <laughs> it, God. Yeah. Bloodborne's phenomenal. And the, the old hunters DLC is to me, what seals the deal. That's the best part of the game. Uh, maybe not overall, but it is some of the best parts of the game. Easily two of the best boss fights. Like, top ten boss fights in the entire Souls franchise are in that DLC. It's it's incredible. I think what they decided to do by saying, hey, no blocking. Now you're you're dodging and you're counterattacking. And we're going to incentivize this with your health regening. So smart. It, that... Ugh. That is why I bought my PS4, and if that was literally the only game I ever played on my PS4, I don't think I'd be that upset. Like, it's that good of a game. Right. Right. Yeah. 
Man, I bought it when it first came out. And the fact that it took me... 75 years. Till, tw- till 2020 Oof. to beat it. Because I beat it this year, I think, right? Was it this year that I, I beat know, it? I thought it was last year, but I don't remember very well. It might have been last year. Anyways, if I go back and listen to the podcast no episodes, I think I that. beat it during one of... like. <laughs> Anyways. Well, I have to shuffle things around yeah. now. It's getting, ex- it's Sorry. getting exciting. Sorry. Damn it. It's getting exciting. <laughs> I hope I don't miscount and end up at the very end being like, oh, I screwed up. Well, hey, I have extras. No, I'm, I'm saying the other way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm pulling one from the bench already, oh, and I'm going to say Smash Brothers Melee. I, I played All right. this game All with right. my neighbor. Well, I guess he was like two neighbors over, but whatever. Um, almost every day for what felt like all of high school or all of middle school, whichever it was. It must have been middle school. Um, there's just so much to love about Smash Melee. I love the adventure mode that had little bespoke levels, and it felt like you were kind of actually going on an adventure where there's this little Mario section, and then you're doing a little Zelda section. That was so smart, and they never really did it again, much to my dismay. Uh, I loved not, like... As cool as Ultimate is, it was so cool to not necessarily know what the characters were going to be when you unlocked them and how to get them. And there were some of these characters I felt like I didn't have them for weeks and weeks and weeks of playing the game. And I was playing that game a ton. But it just took, like, oh, play, play a thousand matches or do this really hard thing. I'm like, well, I guess one of these days... I'll get him, and I thought that was really cool. Um, I think when you have a roster that big, especially now, do some wacky shit with the unlockables to where you're still unlocking things more than a week out. Uh, I think that's a big misstep with Ultimate, probably one of my my biggest critiques against it. But I I love Melee. I I have so many fond memories of Melee specifically, playing it with, with my friend, neighbor, friend neighbor. Uh, Fraber, friend neighbor, uh, my Fraber, Fraber, if you will, I will, because we'd wa- we'd come home from school and it would be like the end of a Dragon Ball Z episode, and then it'd be <laughs> playing Smash Bros for two hours. Really cool time. Um, love, 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 love that game. Cool. All right. Never played it. Never played Melee. I think I played it here and there, but like Jesus. never like. Really played. All right, that's fine. Whatever. Never like really played it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be mad now. It's twenty years ago. <laughs> I know, right? Not like I'm not playing uh, Ultimate right. anyway. So <laughs> cool. All right, moving on. Number twenty-three to stay in the Nintendo Ooh. world. Super Mario World oh. is my pick. Um, I love Super Mario World. It uh reminds me of my childhood. Reminds me of my love of video games and how obsessed I was with the Yoshis in this game and trying to kill like em. kill them all kill. No, always oh, using the sacrifice mm-hmm. jump, but um, no, I just, uh, I really love the game. It's uh, I actually played a little bit earlier today. Um, it continues to just hold up really well, really well. It's one of my favorite platformers. Um, yeah, it just, it's mostly, it's my it's like one of my big nostalgia picks that I have on this list because it it's definitely one that I can tie back to my childhood and now that I get to kind of like re-experience it and kind of play like show it to my kids like they they do like it and it's actually really hard for them to get because they're not used to these types of games. 
they're used to like Minecraft and Roblox. Yeah, they're not used to like platformers like Super Mario World. So to them, it's like a really hard game. But back when I played it at their their age or younger, like it wasn't that hard. But man, it was good. <laughs> it's good. So you come uh, World over three. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It. You know that was a difficult decision. Not for honestly, me. But if I. If I. Okay. World perfect. is better. <laughs> there. And it's not on my list, but. Oh, okay, I was gonna say because it three was on my list, but I, uh, I think yesterday maybe when I was looking through it, I kind of took it off. I don't have any but... NES or Super Nintendo games, or or any games wow. from the, that era. Although I love Missile Command. Oof, love me some Missile Command. That's like the weird, like the weirdest. Oh, one it's to so love. good. You get it with the trackball <laughs> and you're rolling it around the screen. That's what I, I want. That's it. an arcade cam, and I would buy to put in my place. I would. Oof. Thousand dollars, five hundred, two hundred dollars. All right, hundred hundred dollars. That's, that's a lot. I think I could just what's I could going just build down? A, uh, like a shitty computer because it's Missile Command, and then get a bunch of plywood and make an arcade cabinet. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That'd be a fun project in the apocalypse. Number twenty-two. It's a it's a weird choice, and there's just so many there's so many games and like. At a certain point, do I go for nostalgia or do I go for... But it's like my favorite games. And when I think of my favorite games, I got to think of the ones that I just don't shut up about and always find a way to bring up. And that has to go to Botan Kaitos, a, an RPG from <laughs> Monolith Soft, which does the uh, Xenoblade. They did Xenogears. Did they do Xenogears? Xenosaga. All the Xeno. All the Xeno games. And now they're okay. attached to the hip with Nintendo, and we do not get a re-release of Botan Kaitos or Botan Kaitos Origins. And I hate this. Uh, this is it's a traditional JRPG with your ragtag group of heroes. You don't play as one of the heroes. You technically play as like a guardian spirit, um, and it's card based. So in the first game, each character has their own deck of cards that you're putting abilities into and different. Uh, mainly specials and healing things and kind of generic attack cards. And as the game progresses, the hands you get dealt at the beginning of the the round, it goes from having four cards in it to five to six to whatever. Um, And you start being able to lay out larger hands of cards. And the cards have numbers on them. And again, at the beginning, the cards have like a number on one corner. And you can do like three twos. And that's a three of a kind. It does a damage bonus, right? Or you can do straights any any poker card thing um but the cards instead of having one number in the corner towards the end of the game they start having three and four so in each corner and then at the very i think once you get to four they start rotating around the cards so as you're picking them you're picking the number with the c stick in the direction of where the number is floating on the card as you're trying to make these obnoxious combos it's really cool um and i'll never forget the 30 hours into the game plot twist to where the main character is bad. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, by the what? way, guys, like, what? I'm a double agent. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? Oh, my gosh. No. That's it weird. Was, <laughs> it took me so by surprise. Um, and he does eventually, like, rejoin. I mean, it's a JRPG, so he does rejoin. He was like, oh, I was yeah. wrong. And they have these beautiful hand-painted backgrounds for everything. It's a beautiful game. I, I, I just, I love it so much. It's one of those things where I want to replay it so bad, but there's just no way for me to do it reasonably. 
Ah, I want that. I want that game. And I, well, what console is it on? Yeah. GameCube, okay. And its sequel is great, and the sequel actually pairs it down. It's actually a prequel. It's actually a prequel and a sequel, kind of. It's weird, dude. They like they have multiple planes of action in terms of time. So the first game will have because you take place in this world above the clouds, like in floating islands. And then there's this other part of the game that takes place below the clouds, and it's kind of a prequel. And the second game is a prequel to that first section, but not this. It's the second game only has three party members, and they change where like everyone has a shared deck of cards. It's really cool. Love that game too. <laughs> Love these games. They're <laughs> oh so God. good. It sounds. It sounds really good. No one played it. Nope. GameCube exclusives. No one ever prompt. will. No one will ever play it. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Number 21. My pick here, Dragon oh. Age Origins. The only good Dragon oh. Age game, surprisingly. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Dragon Age Origins. Um, I even played the uh, expansion when it came out, like the DLC pack for it. Um, I grew so attached to my character and like the love story between him and Morgan, the witch or whatever. I was so attached to that character that I played like, I was so hyped for two because I was hoping to see what happened to the, to my child from origins and what happened to Morgan. Cause she took the child with her. Like I wanted to see the continuation of that. And they didn't really like fully deliver on what I was expecting. And then even when you get to uh inquisition, there's like, I don't remember, but there just wasn't enough there for me to like be fully satisfied with what they did with those games because I feel like it was almost it felt like they were gonna try to do the Mass Effect thing where like you carry your character or at least his legacy into the next games, and it seems like that really like <laughs> nah didn't what happen. Didn't? It really didn't happen. And then two, I thought two was gonna be so good. I bought like the I I think I still have the the strategy guide and everything ended up being such a letdown. It was so boring and it was so hack, like hack and slashy that it took away all like the great parts that I loved about origins with like the, like being able to like pause the gameplay and, and, you know, strategize and things like that, which they did bring back to inquisition. But for some reason, I think inquisition to me, like I just didn't find a lot of the characters that interesting. So I Hmm. stopped playing it. Um, But yeah, origins, I think it's still really good and I keep thinking I'm going to buy it on Steam and replay it but I'm never going to do that so I'm just not even going to bother buying just, it but it, it I just know that it in that time when I played it I loved that game. Good. Yeah. That someone liked it. Glad, yeah, I'm glad that somebody someone, liked Dragon that little Origins. franchise <laughs> Dragon Age. Yeah. The only good one. I liked Inquisition. That's the only one I played. I rebought it. I, I'll eventually play it someday when <laughs> when I'm in my I know. end of time that I have. <laughs> Even when I have time, I never play these games. <laughs> I know. Uh, There's just too well, much. Yeah, speaking of too much, I went back and I played a 10-year-old game called Demon Souls. That's my number 20. Yeah. That game holds up so damn Demon well. I, I talked about it several times, I don't know, 20 episodes ago at this point. Oh yeah, you just you just recently replayed it. it got so, the platinum. Yeah. Did all this crazy shit with it. I I love that game. I think the world that it creates is so much more interesting to me 
than Dark Souls just because it's almost more of a Bloodborne world, actually. Uh, especially the Tower of Latria, which is just this prison with this fleshy monster thing going on. It's a very Cthulhu world. And they have Cthulhu monster-looking dudes, too. Uh, I, I The game's so good. It holds up so well. I'm, I'm so excited for the PS5 re-release of this game. It's the only reason I will buy a PS5 at this point. Um, unless something yeah, crazy yeah. happens. Obviously. Uh, yeah. It, 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 I think it holds up better than Dark Souls 1. It doesn't have the, the open world, and I think that adds to it. It's a much smaller level-based experience that works super well as kind of a oh i'm stuck here let me go to this other place and try there and then you do that for a couple hours and you go to another place like that i i think works extremely well for this game and it works in a game like neo neo does a similar ish thing where it's it's level based it's not an open world Hmm. Um, and i I love i love demon souls go back to those other episodes where i say like this is the best game i played last year and 11 years old Yep, I remember those it's episodes. So good, though. <laughs> God, it's good. I'll definitely be re- be playing the remake when it comes out on PS5. I will be there to be summoned. Cool, sounds good. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number twenty, we're getting that there. Was number twenty. This is twenty. We're getting there. Oh, number nineteen. Sorry, number nineteen. Resistance wow. two. Resistance 2, I love the Resistance franchise, but Resistance 2 to me was the peak of that. Although I never finished 3 because that's when my PS3 stopped playing discs. But I even really liked the, uh, I think it's the PSP Retribution was really good. Um, But 2, just I remember the epic moment of shooting the freaking RPG at the giant behemoth that's walking through the town. It's like in the back background of the level. Um, one of my favorite things, which I'm, I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly, so don't quote me on it, but they designed one of the levels after Twin Falls, Idaho by Google searching Farmtown USA. I'm pretty sure that's a thing I read. Yeah, that's something I read. And I just thought that was funny because at the time I just, I was like freshly moved to Idaho, like pretty recently and so just hearing that i'm like well that's cool Neat. <laughs> yeah but man the the weapons in resistance 2 i think that's that's something that's so overlooked in that franchise and i'm so bummed that they never brought a collection of ps4 because i really wanted to play through at least two and three again especially three because i never got to finish it but there, some of those weapons in that game are just so freaking creative um i just think it's 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 not like completely a forgotten like franchise, but I just think there's so much gold in there mm. that like I really hope they bring it back or do something with it because man, it's just so to me it was so good. Who what was it? That was a uh, Insomniac, uh, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I will never see it again. They're just gonna make Spider-Man yeah, forever. I never got into Resistance, but it is strange to me they never re-released them or anything. I and mean, we got the we got the Jack yeah. and Daxter collection, like I know, which nobody asked for. Gosh, yeah, weird, weird. We're asking for this. Oh well. My uh, eighteen. This was this was the toughest one, of all the ones that I had to pick a single game from. This is the hardest one, and I actually picked. But, am I really picking? No. 
Number 18, Guitar Hero 2, we'll say. <laughs> I love Guitar nice. Hero so much. So much. When I say Bloodborne was worth it to buy a PS4, so was Guitar Hero Live, which is the one that they tried to reboot it with, which was phenomenal. And I, I love it so much. I, I had it. these Guitar Hero games. I was uh, in high school working at Walmart <laughs> at the time, and I didn't have a PS2, <laughs> so I was waiting for the... Well, I wasn't even waiting. I was like, this is kind of stupid, but the second one's coming out, and we have a demo kiosk because I'm at Walmart. And I started playing it, and I'm like, this is really cool. So then I pre-ordered the 360 guitar, and, and ever since then, I think I bought every single Guitar Hero, except for one. Um, but I, I love this franchise. I love all the games. I, I love, like, Guitar Hero Metallica. I had Guitar Hero Aerosmith was really good. Um, three is excellent as well. I picked two just because that's, like, my... That's the first one I really got into. Um, but three is excellent. I think it's World Tour? Or no. Warriors of Rock, I think, is the last one before they did the reboot that is also excellent. Um, to Was it in... Warriors of Rock? I thought it was World Tour. Right. Well, that, that both of those are games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's also Guitar Hero 5, I believe. There's a lot. There's a lot. And I bought... There's a lot I of Guitar Heroes. every single one. And I, at one point, I thought I lost my copy of, what was it, Guitar Hero um, Van Halen? And I was legitimately sad. Oh, no. That I lost Guitar Hero <laughs> Van Halen. <laughs> a game that, at the time, oh, didn't no. even have my 360 at all, because I gave it to my dad. So, like, what am I doing with this? Nothing. Yeah. But I lost it, and that's sad. And I actually, I think I found it uh, a couple years ago, but that, that is how much I like these games. <laughs> I, I love, love, love Guitar Hero. Um, and yes, over Rock Band every time. Because I'm here for the crazy guitar shit, doing combos and nonsense. I'm not having fun. Yeah. No, we're about, that's why I like Guitar Hero. Uh, especially the first couple where it was about, hey, there's five songs here. You have to beat all of them and then you can progress. And there's an encore. Like it was very much a, an arcade-ish experience where Rock Band was like, we're hippies and you can play whatever. Do the song. We All right, guys, this is not. And the guitar sucked. The Rock Band guitar sucked. Okay, awful. <laughs> Literally no one likes that guitar. Even the people that like Rock Band don't like that guitar. It's bonkers yeah. how bad it is. That's it. All right. Moving on. Number 17. Infamous. Ooh, terrible game. Infamous. I loved Infamous. Now, obviously, I haven't played it in a long time, so I don't know how well it holds up. I played up. it you back then, and I didn't don't. like it, so I don't know how well it's going to hold up. Um, I was watching... Uh, Gerardo the Completionist, who is currently completing that game, playing it the other day, and man, it brought back some really great memories about that game. Infamous is my ultimate, like, fantasy game of what I always wanted. You get, elect like, the ability to shoot electricity out of your hands, and you get to be in an open world, mm -hmm. and you get to decide if you're going to be good or bad. 
what are you going to do with your powers? Like, this is the ultimate game that I wanted, and Sucker Punch made it, and I loved it. They also made Infamous 2, which is not on my list because I didn't have room for it, so I'm just going to pack it in here just like you do with Metal Gear. Um, Infamous 2, also really good. Um, And honestly, like, with how things are going with Ghost of Tsushima, I think Infamous and Infamous 2 still are my favorite Sucker Punch games. Wow. Because I was, like, I think, like, if I think about it now, if Ghost of Tsushima was an infamous game, I would have been done with that game by now. <laughs> or I would have completed it and platinumed it. Um, instead, I haven't, I haven't touched it. Damn. <laughs> In, like, a full week. But, um, yeah. Infamous is, uh, man, they never brought it on the Vita, which was such a fucking miss. Such a miss to never put that on the Vita. Man, and then uh, I was always hoping for a re-release on PS4, but they never did that either. Yeah, it's, it's okay. also also yeah. weird. Did you play? This yeah. is a little non sequitur. Did you play? Was it Saints Row Four where they had superpowers? No, no. I I heard about that and I wanted to play it because of that reason, and I just never got around to it. Okay, I was just wondering. I really liked that game, and if you can't compare it to it, I I don't. Yeah, no follow up questions, Your Honor. <laughs> All right. May Number proceed. 16 for me is Life is Strange 1, uh, the, first, the first game. Oh, uh, Life is Strange. I love, love Life is Strange. I think uh, Max Clawfield is one of my favorite video game characters ever. Um, I love what this game did in, in terms of storytelling of a uh, choose-your-own-adventure game where it gives you the rewind ability so you can see these outcomes and they're never perfect. They're never like, oh, I love this one. <laughs> like sometimes, but other times it just spirals out of control in a way you didn't expect, but you have to pick one. So you can rewind it and see the other way or the other ways, but it still ends up being like, oh, I didn't, but oh, I don't know what to pick. And, and you get to see it all though is, is kind of the big point where a lot of these games, you might have to replay the entire game, but you get to see it all here. I, I loved that about it. I love uh, her relationship with Chloe. Um, I really liked, honestly, I liked playing as Max as a character that is more reserved and is kind of, she very clearly has a lot of anxiety. And so it was nice to, to, as someone who does have a lot of anxiety, play a character that felt more like me. Like, oh, they're not in this person's face. They're just kind of like, we're going to take a step back here. I thought that was really cool. Every single video game protagonist is very gung-ho. Like, they are in it to win it. And, and Max is just like, nope, <laughs> let's try to get away from this. I don't like this. And, and I, I really, she's in her own head a lot. I, I relate a lot to her. Um, and I love that story. I mean, it, it's Degrassi with superpowers, which is very much my jam. Which should make me want to play it, but every time I try to play one of these games, I just can't get through them. Ah, why? Yeah, dude, Life is Strange is so good. Uh, I think they're on Game Pass. You might as well try one of them. Um, I think I own all of Life is Strange, like the first yeah. one. Pretty sure I own it through like PS oh, Plus. Oh yeah, something, I think it was but... a PS Plus game. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I highly recommend. I know there's like. Some people don't like the writing or there's dumb things with Hella and stuff like that. But I just think it's so charming and yeah. it, it's, it's just a special game. I do 
And they did this with all the Life is Strange games where I kind of wish it was just a cool narrative with superpowers instead of now there's a big bad or there's something evil going on. Like, can't we just have a fun story where I'm in high school and I have powers and I have to deal with it? Like, Yeah, I'm accidentally freezing things. Yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, the second game ends up like we're yeah. running from the law. I'm like, can't we just do... The, can't we just be kids with powers? And Can't we just obey yeah, the law? Even in the second one, or not the second one, um, Before the Storm, which is like the prequel to Life is Strange 1, where you don't have superpowers um, at all, which is a great game also. Um, it doesn't, like, it still ends up with, well, now there's a drug dealer and this cabin's on fire. I'm like, can we not? Can it just be about two girls that had this good friendship and then one died? Like, can it just be that? Please. Yeah. That's my that's my yeah. big complaint. But I, I love Life is Strange. Love, love, love. All right. What's your 15, Joel? 15 is... Oh. Half-Life 2. <laughs> Did I take one? No, you just took half the combo away. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, Half-Life 2. Um, I have a lot of fun memories about Half-Life 2. It is... The reason why I installed my first graphics card oh, nice. into my computer. And was that an experience? Because I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. I even bought the wrong oh. type. So I had to go back to CompUSA and hope to God that they would exchange this thing. Because I had just spent like, I think, $200 wow. on a graphics card. Um, and I had to, I had to like, because I got, so I got Half-Life 2 for like my birthday. And then I realized, oh, I can't play this on my computer. I need a graphics card. So then I had to take the money that I got <laughs> for my birthday as well as wait for my next paycheck because I was working at a movie theater um, to go buy this graphics card and figure out how to install it on my computer. I ended up installing it, ended up playing Half-Life 2, nice. loving it. That, And I think we just talked about it very recently about just how great that game is and it really introduced like physics mm-hmm. and you know, the storytelling in that game and just like the, just the way, just the way that world is built and they just, they were so ahead of their time and, you know, they don't really do that stuff anymore except, you know, now they, they recently did finally, but there's just a long period of time where they just didn't do shit. Um, but yeah, Half-Life 2, there it is, everybody. Well, I will combine, (laughs) I'll put mine, this is number 14. Which is Half-Life Alex. We'll just combine it here. Um, Woo! Perfect. I was going to say right. Half-Life 2 slash Alex. Um, because Episode 2 in Half-Life 2 is incredible. And the rest of the game is incredible, as you already said. And Half-Life Alex is just filled with moments of, of pure, like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I, uh, it's so cool. It's so What's cool. Happening? And as, as a big... <laughs> Uh, Half-Life fan the ending I mean they they did it I've said this on this podcast they did it they nailed the landing so well in in a way where I was staring at these screens two inches from my eyes playing this VR game stunned like mouth agape I can't believe it I can't believe it if you haven't had the ending of this sport like you need to play Half-Life Alex because the repercussions are, well, there's unforeseen consequences, first of all, but the repercussions and like it ties into t- episode two, like play episode two. It ties in so beautifully. And what they did, it is 
unbelievable. And and that combined with the gameplay of having these gravity glove gun things and you know, reaching behind you to pick up ammo and do it, it all feels so seamless and fun and it's stupid as hell where you're fighting two soldiers and they're kind of just running at you, but it's so fun. It is one of the most fun combat systems I, I've ever felt. It's not like the best, but it's just fun. Yeah. It's just pure fun and dodging and hiding behind barrels and picking up stuff. There's this uh, puzzle where you have to, you're like not trying not to make noise and you're pulling you're pulling this wheel like out of rebar and you're pulling it with your hands like in this weird pattern. It's so cool. And even in that section where I think I talked about this, you open a drawer and this bottle comes like flies out of it and you can catch it real quick. So it doesn't make a sound. Oh yeah. yeah. Moments like that. So cool. Even, even with like a little bit of a lull in the middle that I'm not a huge fan of this, this game's incredible and I cannot wait. I'm going to replay it before uh, the end of the year probably in october actually um well my new computer man and it is gonna be fucking amazing so excited nice half-life alex the half-life family is here reunite the family (laughs) it's all about family (laughs) all right number 13 pokemon gold slash silver great choice the best gen of Pokemon, still in my opinion. Um, but yeah, these games were epic because it was, you know, you're coming off the high of Pokemon Red and Blue. Um, starting to really get into Pokemon. And then they come out with this banger. Dude. <laughs> and um, God, so good. I still I still have a, a copy of Soul Silver in a DS Lite um, in my nightstand, which like weird. I, I'm sure I need to charge it, but I like it's it's such a like precious game, and I'm so glad that they, you know, remade it in a way, and I want them to remake it again. Yeah. Oh, I would buy that I on the Switch in a remade. heartbeat. Yeah, I want it remade so bad because it's so good. Um, but yeah, Gold and Silver is definitely my favorite Pokemon game of all time, and uh, you know I'm still playing Pokemon even now because of it. Wow. Yeah. I- I agree. I would say this is on my short list to almost make my list. Such a great game. Uh, what are we on? Number 12 is Sekiro. Sekiro. Um, I think this is the last of the Souls games on my list. <laughs> I, I limited it to three, but you stole Bloodborne, so it's only two. Um, I, my bad. <laughs> it kind of goes to what I said with, with Bloodborne, where get rid of blocking and and change things up where this game is about dodging and jumping which is weird i added jumping in um and kind of quick reflexes in the parry system and how that how you use that to manipulate the the battle system that's why it took me so long to get understand the battle system because it was so different from how i played dark souls or bloodborne and and it is very different but i think it's it's so well designed and Recent titles like Jedi Fallen Order or uh, Tsushima really highlight how much better Sekiro's combat is. Like it's just leagues oh, above yeah, for sure. anything you see in yeah. any other third-person action game in how well it's designed, how intricate its its systems are, and how well they work together. 
I, I think it's easily one of the best games of this last gen. I cannot wait to play that game again also, because um, I, I want to get to that this year, but Neo 2 and, and the Neo games, man, the Neo games are right up there. If you take one of my other ones, I might just slot Neo in, because God, Neo 2 is phenomenal. Okay. Um, <laughs> but Sekiro, high, highly recommend. And they found a fun way, too, to have like sword battles where it doesn't feel like, I hit this guy 45 times with a sword. He should be dead. That doesn't make any sense. But they're all the attacks are yeah. being blocked, right? So you really only need to hit a guy like twice to kill them, which makes sense because yeah. you have a freaking samurai sword, right? They found a, a fun way yeah. to, to adapt that into a system that makes sense. Where Like, no, you're blocking. You're blocking everything, and it's just a game of stamina. That's so smart, so cool. I love the fact yeah. that you can beat that game and then start a new fresh save file and still be as good as you were before simply because you know how to play the game. I think that's really cool. And they don't get yeah. enough credit for that specifically. Yeah, playing uh, Sekiro, playing Neo, Neo 2. Um, I think that's also what's making it hard for me to really get into Ghost of Tsushima because there are certain moments in combat where I'm just like, really? Really? I know I hit parry yeah. here. You know what? This wouldn't happen in Sekiro. No, it'd be more fun and then, uh, in, in Sekiro. Yeah, they it'd just, be more fun, and then I turn it just, off. I think I'm just... <laughs> they throw enemies at you because it's like, they just feel like they have to, I guess. I don't know. It's really strange. Like This could be a cool duel game, yeah. but instead you just throw a bunch of shit everywhere, and it feels really messy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm getting to a point with that game where I think I'm just going to like... Because I'm tired of like forcing myself to try to play it and like enjoy it. Like there are certain aspects I do enjoy, but there are certain parts of the game that are just frustrating, and it's mostly the combat to me, I think, honestly. Uh, and the more I play Neo 2, because that's one of the games I've been playing more lately, um, the more I get frustrated when I go back and play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. And I, I might just slot it down to easy and just, like, get through the story, because the story okay. I do. Like. I, I want you to get midway through Act 2 for a really cool moment. At least. Okay. All right. Sekiro. Yes, play that game instead. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right, moving on to... Uh, this actually Oof. took the place of another game. Um, but Persona 5 is my number 11, which I love. I love Persona 5, don't get me wrong, but I was not going to include it in my like top 25 list originally because I didn't finish it, although I'm right near the end. That's fine. But I don't feel... I don't feel like I could go back and start from the save that I have because I'm at a point where that game is really hard. <laughs> and my next one was like, I don't want to start this game over. Because yeah. I'm like 120-something hours in. So, I don't know. I might just have to go in and really try. But um, I love that game. I love the characters. I love the style. The style of that game. The, the, the soundtrack. The score of the game is really good. Like, it made me love the characters and the music so much that I platinumed um, the dancing all night games. Oh, that's right. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. I did kind of cheese some of those trophies, but I, I wanted the platinum, but man, the music in those games. So good. I love the characters and you know, it, it, ge it does give you a little bit of that feeling of, Oh, you're in high school and this crazy shit's going on and I'm going to hang out with my friends instead, <laughs> like instead of saving the world or whatever. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Persona Five, man, great game, great game. I, I I might play Royal at some point. If it comes to PC, I'll play it instantly. 
PS4, my loud ass PS4. Yeah. Yeah, that loud ass thing. Yeah. I don't know how I don't know how I would feel going going into Royale and like starting a fresh new game. That's just I just don't have the time for it anymore. Right. So many other games to play. Just don't have it in me. That's why I just want to finish the save I have and be done with it. That's fair. Number 10 for me is uh, the final Zelda game on my list, which is Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. Um, I, I think this is, I think, this is my favorite Zelda game. Um, it's everything I want in a Zelda game. It has all the dungeons. It has all the fun characters. I love the art style. I always love the art style. I'm not one of those weird people. Um, I'll never forget being super excited for this game and showing my friends it. And we were 12 right and i look at the the new zelda game look at this it's cool art style looks like a cartoon and they're like yeah it's it's for kids like we're kids (laughs) we're 12 (laughs) like what do you mean (laughs) that's us that's fine i'll never forget that like i don't understand you people (laughs) what do you mean we're the kids it's us uh but i love this game i love all the abilities i think they perfectly took ocarina of time and Majora's Mask to, to some extent, and just made it uh, newer and expanded on it and, and made it slightly different with the world being uh, flooded. I, I love sailing. There's, there's so much to love about this game. I, I think it's very special. I think the art style makes it easily one of the best-looking games ever. It just has this... St- you look at it and you go, like, that's, that's Wind Waker. Like, you can see a screenshot without link or anything in it and go like just like the sky the ocean with the sky you go that's wind waker that's fucking crazy it's it's just blue with lines like you know it's wind waker uh i I love that game um so many so many positive memories going around just exploit like charting the world it felt like you were actually exploring uncharted territory because it was like okay i'm going to the horizon i don't know what's over there and maybe it's nothing maybe well every spot had an island but i i don't know is this one have a giant squid in the corner i don't know what's going on so cool i want to replay that game super bad and and i i will eventually but i I love wind waker definitely definitely deserving of a spot in this list nice all right we're at our top 10 i need to take a quick bathroom break because i've been drinking a ton of liquids so if you I'm, need to I'm take one, perfect time. entertain uh, the podcast so you don't have to cut anything. Perfect. I'll tell All the story right. of um, me building right my computer. <laughs> so I did, I did order all my parts. I got in, in the computer pieces. I had to wait a couple days to get the case, which was annoying. Um, but I had everything set up, and I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. All I got to do is slot the motherboard in, the graphics card in, plug a couple things in, do a lot of ins, and then we're done. And you know, you know what? Everything went wrong. <laughs> so I, I foolishly decided I'm going to put this on this little like lazy Susan thing I have um, on the ground, and, on the case on the ground, and put the motherboard into all the shit. And it took like three hours because, oh, I had the wrong screw for this, and the instructions for this were wrong, and I had to do this other garbage. Everything went wrong. I was plugging stuff in. Uh, like the case had hand, uh, fans that I needed to hook up, obviously, to, to plug them in, but they put the cords so out of the way. I was like, did they route this themselves? 
automatically, and then when I started the computer, the fans didn't turn on. It's a whole, it's a whole goddamn thing. But computer's working great now. Freaking awesome. It's remarkable. Again, I will say how loud the PS4 is because I feel like my my new computer, any of my computers, playing a game are quieter than the PS4 just on. The PS4 just on in the menu is louder than any gaming PC I've ever had. It's it's bananas. I don't understand what's going on over there. But anyway, the PC itself, really enjoying it. I, I've only played uh, Control a little bit just to see how that kind of worked. Um, basically the same. It's more of a GPU game anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I did start Doom Eternal, which looks incredible on there. Like maxed out. Looks great. Um, the game itself, I feel like is, it's kind of the same problem I have with the first one where these levels are just too long. Um, the combat encounters aren't too long, so I guess they improved that, but it's like, God, why are these levels an hour and a half? It feels like, I feel like they're, I've done three levels. I played the game for four hours. I don't know how this is possible. Shouldn't these levels be shorter? Um, what game are you uh, playing? Doom Eternal. Ah, okay, cool. Really cool though. As a big fan of Doom right. and Doom. Doom 2 is on my short list, um, so I have to play the Doom games, but I, I just kind of wish they were a little different. Um, like, they're very fast, Doom Eternal, very fast, and if it was just a little slower, I feel like I'd like it more. Oh, okay. I mean, just get a really, like, framey computer and play it. That's on. what I am playing on. I do have solid 60. <laughs> 4K, bro. Well, that's why you need something slower. So it'll oh, slow it down. I just like try to <laughs> intentionally try to make it slow. That's a good good strategy. Yeah. I, mean, I just turn it to 30 frames per second. And it's like, oh, it's slower now. <laughs> Maybe. Something like that. All right, let's get down to the yes, end of this. End this. <laughs> uh, number nine, Mass Effect Ooh. 2. I mean, it's Mass Effect 2. What can I say? The best Mass Effect. Disagree. <gasps> well, my favorite Mass Effect. Okay. Anyways. Um, but yeah, Mass Effect 2. Um, gosh, I don't even know what, how to put it in words how much I love Mass Effect 2. It's um, characters, you know, the story. I like any game where you can create your character, put them on this huge adventure, and then you get to move that character forward. And you get to like, I don't know, you get to experience every all the decisions you made and everything. Like the story matters, your decisions matter in the game. the The combat's great. The RPG mechanics, like I wish were still a little more similar to part one, but I get why they probably changed a little bit of it. Um, I and I didn't, I did miss landing on planets and going to like the little oh, forts yeah. or whatever, but that's okay. Um, I think I think Thane was one of my favorite characters overall, mm. but just all the other characters that you meet throughout Mass Effect Two, like, was really cool. And then just like that last suicide mission was crazy. I mean, just there's so many moments in that in that game that stand out to me. And like, it was the whole reason why I got an Xbox 360 at first because I wanted to play Mass Effect One and Two, and then once I beat them. Then they announced it for that Mass Effect 2 is coming to PS3 with like the part one comic book that you just play through. 
And I was like, cool. So then I threw my got rid of my 360 and just <laughs> launched it out of window. Um, what's funny is the the Xbox 360 that I bought came with a copy of Street Fighter 4. Hmm. And I, I remember, like, because I found the disc and I was like, oh, I can go pop this in the Xbox One and, and play it because I bet it's backwards compatible. And I was like, oh, shit, we bought the disc this version. <laughs> Damn it. I don't think it is backwards Damn compatible anyway. anyway. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it was or that's not. That's pretty. But anyways, yeah, that's. Um, a Mass Effect uh, game was close to my list. It's it's really high on my sub in list. So to the so high to where I'm like, do I even say it? But I like Mass Effect One the best. Um, that's the one I played the most. I like the RPG systems that are in it. Um, I like that it's a, it's has a story, as a, it has the character stories too. But it also has a compelling main plot, which I feel like two and three do not really have um because you're going on this investigation to find Saren, i think is his name and i played through that game several yeah. several times um <clears throat> and i killed ashley every single time this xenophobic <laughs> bitch i hate her so much it's, it's like what choice did you make like i chose to kill ashley it wasn't like i'm saving kaiden i could care less about him too but he was at least a nice guy ashley's this this cunt Kill her. I hate her. Ugh. When I see someone's Mass Effect game and they have Ashley, I, I that reflects upon you as a person. Okay? <laughs> it really does. I hate her so much. Ugh. To the point of like there was a trailer for Mass Effect 3 and they showed some they showed Ashley in it, I think, and I'm like, who is this person? I don't even know who this is. That's Ashley. Yeah, they like really changed they really changed her <laughs> look a lot. Like, oh she's really alive? weird and disturbing. <laughs> who did that? What idiot made that choice? <laughs> God, I hate her. That's my number eight game is hating <laughs> Ashley. God, I love hating her. Stupid bitch. She's the worst. She's freaking space racist. God, she might as well wear, she might she as well is, wear a KKK hood. She's that bad. That's her special pre-order bonus at freaking the South. Pre-order it in the South and you get a KKK hood for Ashley. The worst. Launch her into space. There will be no funeral. And that was cool too, because you got the options. And you'd be like, eh, I'm not really sad about it. <laughs> oh, I hate oh Ashley gosh. so much. Okay, number eight <laughs> is Banjo Kazooie. One of my absolute favorite games of all time, obviously. Um, I think the music is better than Mario. It's so damn good. I get these songs regularly stuck in my head because I have brain damage. And I, I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the collectathon nature of it. It's the perfect amount of things to collect. Each each level to me is iconic. Like I think of Treasure Cove Trove. Treasure Treasure Trove. Treasure Trove Cove. God, it's hard to say though. Um, oh. And that's like, <laughs> instantly in my brain. I know exactly what that is. I know what is it? Mumbo's Mountain is the first level. Uh Freezy Peak is awesome. There's a monster, what is it? Monster something. That's just like this haunted mansion kind of level. It's so good. And I love the little board game you play at the end that has like trivia and weird kind of mini game shit going on for no reason. It's so fun. I, I absolutely love Banjo Kazooie. And it's on Rare Replay, it's on Game Pass. And that version has right analog camera controls. So it makes it feel a lot more modern. Um, it's also a few graphical updates and it's widescreen, stuff like that. 
makes it completely playable for today, and I've been meaning to get back to it. That is such a fun game. Oh my god. Love Banjo-Kazooie. That, that's the best 3D platformer to me. That's the gold standard. Okay. That's it. So not ukulele. Not ukulele, although I did like ukulele. <laughs> Just, you know, nothing could beat the guh Oh, God. <laughs> All right, moving on. Number seven, Uncharted oh. 2 Among Thieves. Uncharted 2, um, just some some epic moments in this game that really stood out to me. When you're in the building and it's collapsing, was crazy. So I don't know if you remember that. Oh, you're yes, like I, I do remember having that. a shootout. It like collapses and it starts just collapsing. Building. Yeah, yeah, which was insane, insane. Especially coming off the heels of like un- the Uncharted Drake's Fortune, where it's kind of like ah, the gameplay is like a little off, but you know I can. I can see this being like a cool adventure game, whatever. And then Uncharted 2 Among Thieves came out, and oh my god, that game was awesome. You start out on the train hanging over the edge of the cliff with a gunshot wound, um, and then it goes to the tower collapsing into another tower or building or whatever, and then the train sequence was nuts, um, where you're kind of like hopping from like the side to like the top of it and having shootout. Like that game was just so insane to me. And, and that was the, that was the to train, me, it's, right? It, yeah. 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 Same train. It's still my favorite Uncharted. Um, I still haven't finished four, but like, man, like it just holds such a spot in my brain for like this game with so many epic moments that it's hard for me to think of like, because I, I played Uncharted three and like I didn't finish it, but like it didn't have these gripping moments to me like that this one did. And I don't know. It's just. Naughty dog. I think man. a lot of people will agree with you. I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I like four is my favorite Uncharted. Well, four and Lost Legacy, I think, is where they really nailed it. Those are great games. Uh, God, I feel like I miscounted. I'm gonna have to go and pull in random shit. Uh, number six <laughs> is Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh. Ooh. I didn't mean to put this this high on the list. <laughs> I kind of forgot about right, it, but right, right. I, 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 do, I do love this game and the, just the story of Arthur Morgan and feeling like you're a cowboy, or as lame as that sounds. They nailed it, and, and I loved role-playing as Arthur in this thing. I loved walking my horse through town so I didn't run people over. Um, I forgot about it, I think. Next time that goes on sale, I'm going to buy that for my new PC, get that shit going. Cause I, there you go. The, that world just feels so real. Like, there was a portion of that game where I just started hunting animals for no real reason. I was just like, oh, I should probably get some meat for the camp. And I did. And I'd, I'd set out and you have to take your gun out and slowly like actually try to hunt these creatures. I thought that was so cool. And, I, and for an open world game to not say like this is the so-and-so quadrant of the map and you found four out of five flowers and there's seven legendary beasts in the area it just was a map right and you could find the dinosaur bones but where are they i don't know they're on the map and i didn't feel compelled to go get them because it just felt like i was this dude living in a world and i found some of them and i told her and 
that was my, you know, someone else, someone else will help her to find the rest of them. And I, I just, it felt so cool to me. And I love the narrative overall, heartbreaking tale. It's yeah. so well done. I, this is the only Rockstar game I'll ever give really much any praise to. Uh, I really don't <laughs> like the Grand Theft Auto games. I don't think they're very fun at all. So, uh, I, I love this game though, and and it's one of those like I will always remember my time in in. I don't remember the. I guess it's just America, but like, where does this game take place? The West. Yeah, I always remember my time <laughs> in the West. I suppose. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good choice too. I think Red Dead Redemption Two is a game that I don't think about as much anymore but when i do really think about arthur morgan in general um one of my favorite video game characters just i like that carried me through that game because there was a certain point where the gameplay was like to me i was like man everything takes so long in this game yes you know and um i hate riding horses sometimes that's right you like horses fell off the cliff with my horse again you know but by the end of it you know i sad when my horse dies um and then the part where you know, Arthur, of course, meets his demise. That, um, like the, the realization that he's sick is something that plays yeah. out over like 15 hours and it's bananas how well it pays off. Like, yeah, so, so just so good. I, just so good. Such oh a good God. game. Yeah, yeah, that's that's you know what? It does deserve to be this high on the list. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. What's funny is the next <gasps> game I have is was the biggest competitor it had that year for Game of the oh, Year, which was yeah. God of War. God of War 2018, man. That game really, to me, was you like that game? such a great, no, just, like, just, just oh, I love, love just that kidding. game. It was a great comeback for, uh, for God of War. Um, and just the, the change of, like, the combat and that moment where you, you have the blades of chaos yeah. again. I mean, just so many great moments in that game, that giant snake <laughs> <laughs> that's in the, that lake area that when it speaks and you just feel the base, like, yeah. Oh I want to replay man, that. That's so one many of those games moments. where I'll get a PS five eventually. And God of war two obviously is going to come out. I cannot wait to play that game again on even if it's just backwards compatible, but on PS5 and experience it, it again. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm excited yeah. for that. The fight against the stranger at the yes. beginning was crazy. Like, damn that game. That game was so good. Did you uh, did you get the platinum? I did. I did get the platinum. I saw that the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot I got the. I platinum feel like on this. I really like that game, um, but getting the platinum kind of deflated it for me. There was certain ones that were a little bit of a grind, like getting the, uh, going through like the, I think the maze, or the, not the maze, like the area where you get like poison or whatever. That part was kind of a pain in the ass because you had to go through that, I think a few times and because you have to, I think you had to unlock all the chests or something like that. I forgot what it was. Oh, I think it was all the chests and then it was, you get an armor set from doing that, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that part was kind of rough, but the rest of the trophies weren't too bad. No, it was just one of those things where like, I'm kind of done. I feel like if I had stopped when I beat the game, I would have liked it more. I, I would have remembered it more fondly, and I, to the point of like, yeah. I didn't even consider it for this list. Um, I, I think the game is so good, but 
I don't know. There's there's something about it where I'm like, eh. I also don't eh. like the the equipment. You know, I feel it's a giant mess. Yeah, you know, I didn't spend enough time with the equipment. I got like to a point where I was like, okay, I think this is the best stuff I have, and it's all I need to finish the game. Right. No. It, yeah. But I think I think the way you feel about God of War is the way I felt about Red Dead Redemption. That's totally fair because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have it on my list at all. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny because that's. They were like head to head for like game of the year awards and stuff like that, <laughs> and both very deserving of those. Uh... Yeah, both excellent. I mean, obviously cool. one's better. My choice, but uh, you know, you can do whatever you want. It was a sub on your list. <laughs> well, I almost forgot. Uh, oh no! <laughs> number four, or almost at the end, is Diablo two. Absolutely. One of my favorite games ever made. I was hopelessly, Diablo. hopelessly addicted to Diablo 2 for what feels like years, but was probably just like six months. But when you're a kid, it, it was everything. Uh, to the point of where there was some other uh, kid at school that was also kind of playing Diablo 2, and we wrote down our stats, like all our equipment, and shared our equipment list. Like it's bonkers how, how dumb we kids were. Um, I love Diablo 2. I love the expansion. I, this is why I was so disappointed with Diablo 3, just because like, the feel of it is gone. The feel of exploring this this world and go, finding a, a dungeon, it felt so much more grand in Diablo 2. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's missing. And like the, the way you level up and choose your stats and choose your skill trees is dumbed down in Diablo 3 because Diablo 3 is more of an action RPG as opposed to an RPG. Um, and I just I just love Diablo 2 where you can summon a bear or I think you could turn into a bear and like summon all these other animals. It's a druid. And I played through, I think, almost every single class I beat the game with. Um, I was, I, a lot of times I was a paladin. Um, Necromancer's incredible like because you can't do this shit in diablo 3 where you can summon in a bunch of skeletons from the corpses of the enemies and have these other abilities that are more because diablo 3 is just a very different game right and this is why i'm excited for diablo 4 because it does visually look more like diablo 2 and i'm hoping it has that feel uh but diablo 2 just leveling up grinding in it it felt right uh, I know it's obnoxious with having like 7,000 health potions if you look back on it now. Like, is you'd have a belt with four potion slots. And then you'd unlock better belts that had two rows of four or three or four rows of four that you just put potions in. That's a little goofy, right? Like, that's. We could probably design a better <laughs> system than that. Uh, yeah. But I, I love that game. And getting like the loot grind of that, every single game that says loot today is Diablo 2. Like they took this all from Diablo 2. Uh, and I don't, oh, I yeah, don't think it's sure. done better than Diablo 2. I, I just, I love that system. The entirety of any knowledge I have about like ancient weaponry just comes from Diablo 2, <laughs> which I love. <laughs> it's my favorite reference. Like, oh, oh yeah. That's a pole arm because of Diablo 2. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I Diablo <laughs> and I wish I could play it. I'm, I'm pretty sure this is the game along with just playing Game Boy Advance emulators on my keyboard 
that messed up my hand that now I can't really play keyboard games anymore. Yeah. How much yeah. I played it. It'll do yeah, that to you, man. It'll gotta be careful. Be careful out there, children. <laughs> Hands broken. All right, moving on. Number three. We're getting there. We're so, We're close. so close, everybody. We're so close. Oh, God. Uh, City oh, of Heroes God, wow. is my number three. Bringing one back from 2004. The first MMO I ever got addicted to, City of Heroes. Also part of that superhero fantasy of getting to create your own superhero. Uh, run around the city with your friends as superheroes and just save the the people and do missions and do super groups and all those fun things that you do as superheroes. I That game is definitely the most simplified version of any MMO. It's like kids' first MMO now that I remember looking back at it because even like the mod system in it, like the enhancements or whatever, the way those worked. Basically, like, you grab this circle and you put it in this circle and that's <laughs> it. That's as far as that goes. Yay! There's no, like, gear or anything like that. <laughs> like, that's that's what always cracked me up about that game. I was like, man, I love this game, but it is pretty simple because after that I played WoW. Oh. <laughs> and then eventually Guild Wars 2, and I'm like, this is way different. <laughs> like, this is a lot more shit here. <laughs> But uh, yeah, City Heroes still holds a special place in my heart. It came, I got it actually, after I beat Half-Life 2, I think, because it was the same, they both came out the same year. City Heroes was like the next game I got, and man, man, did I get addicted. And so did my friend and my cousin, and we still talk about it like here and there about City Heroes, because we went on to play Destiny eventually. And that's where Destiny kind of brought back those feelings of playing City Heroes. Like that gap mm-hmm. in my heart. <laughs> but yeah. City Heroes. Very cool. Right, this is my final pick, so this is number two. And uh, do you want to guess what it is? Um, shit, man. I don't know why I can't think. It's not going to be a surprise. It's Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Uh, oh, shit. I guess I should have just... Yeah. It's Resident Evil 4, the best game ever made. Uh, a game I will describe as near perfect in, in almost every way. I... I I love this game. I could probably tell you every room like in a row, like oh, you go to this room and then you go to that room and then you go to this room for uh, half the game. At least it's a game that never ends in such a great way. There's so much to it. So many bosses and bizarre creatures and, and there's a lot of games. Th- there's a lot of games, a lot of very big franchises that owe everything to this game. Uh, this game, along with God of War, popularized uh, QTEs, for better or worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. In Resident Evil 4's case, I think for better. <laughs> um, there was the, the knife fight with Krauser where you're just hitting the, the buttons. That's cool. I love being able to dodge attacks. And it's not, it's a, it's a dodge button, effectively, but it tells you. And you ha- like, if you hit it, you get the dodge. So it doesn't matter like if you dodge into a wall, you still get the dodge. I think that's cool because you still did it. And it feels fun. It feels fun. It doesn't make any sense, but it feels fun. And that's what I think is the important distinction. Uh, the the gameplay, the gunplay, I guess, is still ahead of its time, I feel like. Like, where you're shooting guys in the foot and then doing moves to them because they're, they're down. And you shoot them in the hand and they drop their weapons. Like, that feels like a feature we could talk about now and be kind of like, oh, cool. 
but that was tw- almost 20 years ago. It was 15 years ago. And they had stuff like that. Uh, you shoot them in the head and they kind of re- recoil. The mix and match of the melee moves that would trigger based on if you shot them in the head or shot them in the foot and what moves you did to them was so smart for crowd control. And that, just, that, that game's just incredible. I, I probably bought almost every single version of it in existence at this point. Um, it feels like... You it, need the mobile I, version. I've played it on almost everything it's, it's on. <laughs> Except for PS2, I guess. I think, and phones. There was a phone version, which, you know, yeah. why would I do that? But, yeah. Exactly. I, love, I love Resident Evil 4, and I, I, it is definitely my favorite game of all time. Uh, and I, I held it for last on purpose. All right. There you have it, everybody. Mm-hmm. The last pick. Some weird shit. My okay. number one. No, no, this one should have been pretty predictable already. The Last of Us was my number oh, so one. You pick. had both of them um, on your list. I had both of them on my list, and you know they were pretty spread out. You know, wow. which I thought was surprising at first, but as I went through my other games, I'm like, yeah, there's something. You know, it. You know, you kind of look at The Last of Us a little different now with the story, um, but not completely. I still think about The Last of Us, and I think about the 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 journey of Joel and Ellie and what that character meant to me going into two and having that kind of like moment where Joel dies, just like so heart wrenching. (laughs) Like, I mean, because of how much I love last of us, like the first one, it made part two that much better. So, but like the last of us part one is still this, crazy like dark and i don't know just like emotional experience and i remember feeling so exhausted after i had finished it kind of like with part Mm -hmm. two where like you feel like i just went through some shit and um you know it might have been not not as been as crazy and violent as uh part two is but uh part one was just like there's these moments in that game where it's peaceful and you do have time to like look around at the the environment and see the giraffes walking by. Um, you get little moments around the, uh, like the, in the story, the story, the environmental storytelling that just like really paints this dark, bleak world. But you kind of see this hope in this little girl and it kind of pushes you forward to like, keep going. And it, and then you get to that end part where you're like, no, I can't let her die. I need to save her. And like, I was so, you know, right off the bat, I was like, go save her. Fuck everybody else. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Go in there. And then, you know, now like leading into two, you you know, it's a whole different side of that story, which is still crazy to me that they kind of went that route. And I love it that they did. But man, Last of Us is still to me like this, this experience that I went through with a game that I never thought I would ever see. Crazy. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I, I obviously I picked two over one. Um, yeah. I. I think because of the most more over because of the gameplay though, right? Because the gameplay is so good. Yeah, the gameplay two. is so much better. I, I think it was. It it's was like replaying one this year that made me like, eh, this is aged. Like this does not hold up as well. Yeah. Um, and 
Oh yeah, and that's the these. other the other reasons. Like I got this new better one. I'll pick that one. I don't need both of these on my list. Um, I don't even know if 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 I had just replayed Last of Us one this year and its two hadn't come out, I might not have put it on my list. Um, yeah, just yeah. because. Because when was the last time you you replayed it? Um, I started replaying it before two came out, but like I just don't have like the time. Yeah. Or patience to like want to replay a game already played. <laughs> I don't know why. I can get that. Sometimes, yeah. I can get that plays eleven year old game again. Like it, there are some games that I'll replay, but like I won't completely replay them all. But um, like I just like kind of jumping back into them. Like I don't know how many times I restarted Borderlands too, even though like I ended up really not liking that whole world near the end of it. Hmm. Okay, but. That is a very solid choice. I can't argue against it. Yeah. And again, this is part, you know, both of our lists combined. Yeah. Um, But our favorite 50 games of all time, that Oof. did take over two hours or two and like two and yep. maybe. No, actually, you know what? I would say, yeah, two hours, 20 mm-hmm. minutes about there with this podcast the stream shows a little bit longer because I started the stream a little bit early. But yeah, um. I think that's long enough. I think we can always wait to talk about the news and all the games we played on another episode mm-hmm. um, next week. Um, I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you guys for 50 yeah. episodes. Thank you, Ben, for 50 Woo. episodes. <laughs> and uh, we're now we get to count down to uh, 52 weeks, which is a year of doing oh, the podcast. Cool. That's, that's in two weeks. <laughs> I know, right? We can celebrate again. Another fifty. Let's two get another fifty games. list. <laughs> yeah, just add add yeah. another game to it. Yeah, uh, this is definitely going to be a hard one to like push for people to listen to because it's like, hey, here's two hours and twenty minutes of us just talking about our favorite games. But I think uh, for people that um just want to get to know us more, sure. it's a great it's a great way to to know us as as I guess gamers and podcast hosts. But um, yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. We had a good time putting together the list and probably obsessing yeah. over it and uh, going over it here together. Ben, any final words? No, it's been good. This this pod it's been thing. good. This pod thingy, I know, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week on the Final Checkpoint Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can find us over at thegamefanatics.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the Joelness at Ben Runnings, hashtag final checkpoint. You can also email us at finalcheckpointpod at gmail.com. We also stream twitch.tv slash loadlesscheckpoint podcast Sundays, 8 p.m. Pacific time. You can also find the podcast on most podcast services. Uh, we highly recommend Spotify because Spotify is okay. awesome. Fine. Yeah. yeah, I recommend Spotify. Uh, yeah. Also, a majority of our listens actually come from the Apple podcast. That makes sense. Um, but I notice it's mostly Spotify and Apple. And then, um, yeah. And shout out to uh, everybody listening from around the mm-hmm. world. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Meow. Goodbye. <laughs>